Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello out there. It is time for your evening commute with TMC through the Mystic Closet with your host. I'm Alice. <laughs> and Audrey. Audrey. And today we'll be talking about all the energy that's happening this week regarding the moon. And it's going to be a full moon this Friday. The 27th. The 27th. And it's going to be in Aquarius. So there's a lot of energy. And for all you that do not follow the moon. Audrey's our our, our moon expert. So she's going to. Give us some moon 411. So the moon is the only planet um, that travels through every single zodiac sign in one phase, in one month, in 28 days. And every sign that it travels through, it takes about two to two and a half days to travel through. And every time that it hits a certain zodiac sign, guess what? Your energy changes. Those hot topics keep coming up for you. Like let's say the moon is, today the moon so happens to be in Sagittarius. So you're going to be feeling a lot like a Sagittarius. The issues the Sagittarius faces, you will be facing. It will be kind of like magnified. The other thing that today's energy brings is Mercury retrograde. I believe that Mercury went retrograde today. Uh, it's either today or tomorrow. And, um, and that brings a lot of more hockey, but, um, more turbulence to your work day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when you're dealing with people at work or at home, because we're still feeling the ripple effect of the moon this month transitioning into cancer, which brought up a lot of family feud, a lot of family resentment, a lot of family issues came up. And we're still feeling that ripple effect of the new moon being in cancer and now transitioning um, through the signs. And today we're, we just so happen to be in Sagittarius, which is, energy, the energy that's, that's coming up is very much, and I'm going intuitively here, and what I'm getting from my guides, and it's very much oh, sorry. Did we lose our connection? Oh, did we lose our connection? Is there any way anyone tell us <laughs> that we did not lose our connection? <laughs> Let me see that you don't listen online. You can keep talking. You just keep going, baby girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, so that's one of the effects that Mercury retrograde will have is that 
your electronics will start fidgeting, will start losing connection, will drop signal all of a sudden, um, will run out of battery like super fast. Or when you think they're charging, it takes 24 hours versus two hours to charge. Those are the kind of things you're going to have a lot of um, glitches. Glitches. There you go. Glitches. Even my brain is malfunctioning right now. I'm having glitches in my mind because of the Mercury energy. But going into Sagittarius and the energy of today, let's talk about how you might have been feeling today and how you may still be feeling. And you still have some of the day to save. But you're probably going to be very agitated and very confrontational with people around you. And this is because you're going to be experienced kind of like a mirror effect of the things that you did not want to see come up. People will bring them up. And it might not even be, you know, your conversation. You may be walking by and hearing someone else's conversation. And now you cannot stand that person that said something. We're good. We're good. We're on. Yay. Good. All right. So, you guys, just to remind you, I'm sorry. If you want to join the conversation or if you even want to call and try to get a quick reading, we're at 929-477-1183. So, um, and some of what Audrey is just basically saying, just like to recap or to like put it in a nutshell, is the moon is always going to cause us to release. The new moon is for manifestation. Correct, Audrey? You do the manifestation workshops for the new moon. For the new moon. When the moon like is like pitch black, there's no moon, and then we see that little sliver that turns into a crescent and it begins to fill up again. That's when you that's a really good time for manifesting that energy. When the moon is full, that's a really good time for releasing. Every full moon, we're gonna release. And some of us are more moon sensitive than others, but depending on which sign the moon falls in. That's going to tell us what kinds of issues we're releasing. Because cancer was about family, right? Or yeah. like close relationships. And Aquarius, um, from my understanding, you're going to take it over from here. Because you're the more zodiac, you know, expert than I am. Uh, you, you were saying that Aquarius is going to be more about releasing like buried resentments and grief, correct? Yeah. Because it's going to be, the full moon is going to be, um, oh, hold on. Why is this? So, while you do that, uh, one of the things you wanted to go over, guys, is the type of crystal that you can use during this time. Because crystals are a very powerful tool. Um, there's also a video that uh, we did for the show that needs to be loaded and it will go up tonight on the Amethyst Angelite channel, and I will also uh, put it in the um, Facebook uh, pages on the PMC page and my personal reading page. But if you subscribe to the channel, you'll get a notification when it's up, because sometimes the Facebook stuff doesn't come up in our feed, but YouTube will definitely send you a notice. So um, just so that it's kind of hard to do over the radio to show you how to prepare your crystals, how to clear them, how to charge them, we do have a little video we're putting up for free for you guys to follow along. Um, and we are going to go over the whole crystal aspect of it. Did you find what you were going to? Yeah. So um, the full moon. So we're starting the week in Sagittarius and a fire sign, which is very passionate, which was is very in your face. As we transition and the moon keeps growing and the moon catches more light and it starts reflecting more, 
you're going to come up, some, a theme is going to come up for you this week. And you could book a, a moon reading um, with me if you want to go more in depth, but this is general. A theme is going to come up with, with this change in the moon for you. When you start seeing that pattern, those are signs of what you must release in this full moon. And there's a whole ceremony for releasing this. So this is going to be everything that you're feeling passionate about and you're being confronted with right now is what's going to take you to release in the full moon, which is going to be an Aquarius, which is an air sign. And air has to do more with like a thinking. Is that correct or no? Our logic and solution. So you're, you go into more solving um, when, when you're in an air sign. Okay, that's, that's perfect. Because that's what I want to hit on here real quick. We were talking about how the Aquarius uh, moon, and this is also an eclipse, so it's like even double whammy, right? Yeah. It's even, it's even heavier. So brace yourselves, guys. It's going to be fun. Um, <laughs> so with this Aquarius energy, your resentments are coming up. Your like, things that you're grieving that are coming up. But all of it is around the thoughts that you have around the situation. And Audrey and I were talking about it a little bit before the show, and she came up with an example because I was sitting here drinking an iced coffee. And she goes, I might be sitting here looking at you, and you drinking the iced coffee is really irritating to me. I'm getting really annoyed. And I'm like, an example, we didn't have a fight before. Sorry, it's not that juicy. <laughs> but, you know, she's just like, as an example, like, I might be looking at you drinking the iced coffee, and I'm getting really annoyed because of the way you're drinking the iced coffee or she's iced coffee. And I'm like getting agitated, and I might like want to snap at you or I want to be mean to you. But it's not about you. It's because I have some connection with the iced coffee because of somebody else that hurt my feelings that really drinks that particular iced coffee or whatever, what have you. So it's about the thinking. So one of the things I want to invite you guys to do, those of you who are committed to like the real, like deep, like soul searching work, who have been maybe blocked for a really long time. And if you're having a hard time figuring out where those blocks are, this is the perfect time. Anytime you feel agitated, I want you to write down what agitated you, even if it sounds really silly, like my coworker threw a piece of paper away and I got really pissed off. Okay, write that down and then ask yourself, why did that upset me? What did that make me think of? And when they did that, how did that make me feel? Because then you catch all of the ways of thinking that are filtering your emotions and that are filtering your reactions. Audrey might walk into the room and not say good morning to me or whatever because she's uh, on the phone, right? She, mm -hmm. And she might be on a really important call. But maybe I have this whole kind of frustration around that because I feel like people don't uh, pay attention to me and that makes me feel like I'm not validated. So I get all upset and I get all hurt because I feel like Audrey is telling me I don't matter or Audrey is telling me nobody's ever going to care about me. Or Audrey's telling me nobody will ever love me. Meanwhile, Audrey was just like on the phone with like an emergency with her kids or her family or something. But that's like how we process it. So if we're writing down these notes and if we're doing the journaling and asking ourselves these questions and putting them down to paper, we're going to find a lot of the hidden beliefs that are causing us grief and pain. And this is a really good time to do it in this energy and the Aquarius eclipse energy, right? Yeah. If, if this is one of the opportunities leading to a big breakthrough for you because 
As the moon reaches full opposition to the sun, it becomes a complete sphere of light. This phase of the moon denotes the success, completion, or the hoped-for outcome of the idea you have been working on. So when um, when it's transitioning to the Aquarius in this full moon, you're going to see the full light of whatever it is that you didn't complete, everything that was agitating you. And this is the time to release it. And you're going to, what I want you to focus on releasing for you to experience in Aquarius this Friday is that you're likely going to experience a surprise during this time and then expect a change of circumstances will occur turning opinion in your favor. So right now that you're feeling all this huge vibration building up and it's anguish and it's sadness because a lot of sadness is coming through because you're looking, we're still in the phase of mid-year. And a lot of us here in the U.S., what we do in January is that we start our new year with new hope, brand new, you know, recharge faith, hope, and we plan and we set goals and desires. And now we're coming into this momentum where you're being, um, everything the universe is doing is making you examine what it is that you've been doing. Have you been taking action plans? Has it been working? For, and the best way I could say this, and I hate using this, but this is the best <laughs> way because everyone at one point or another, men, women, children, everyone has experienced this. January 1st, I start my diet. January 1st, I am going to get healthy. It's going to be a lifestyle change. You know, we've used it all, right? And then summer hits because summers are our are, are, are point. This is what the media, this is what society has said that, you know, you have to look beach, sexy, great, you know, for summer clothes. And now we've reached this and it's super hot. If you're in California right now, it is blazing hot. You melt outside. You walk out there and you want to be wearing those Daisy Dukes, you know, a little tank top. And then you realize that you've let yourself down because you did not stick to your commitment. This is the easiest one. This is the one that touches everybody. But this falls into everything in life. If it's a relationship, if it's family, you know, you were planning to do more family outings, more family dinners, and now you realize that it's summer and your kid's birthday's coming up, and you didn't do that savings plan. Budgeting. A lot of us are dealing with a lot of anger. I've been getting a lot of callers mm-hmm. who are financially burdened right now, and they say, well, what happened? You know, back in January, I started this great fund. And now everything, I'm out of control. Everything's out of control. It's not out of control. You still have time to control it. This is one of those energy pushes that the universe is giving you, a threshold, to look, examine, take a step back, be aware of what's going on in every single area of your life. Everything that bothers you, that brings you down, that saddens you, it's a time of grief. And you're in the last stages of grief. So that's going to cause a lot of pressure. And if, you're do, if you do not become aware of this, guess what? You're going to miss your exit, your first exit into healing. 
And this is the first time that you're going to see that if you acknowledge your pain, you like acknowledge your stress, your anxiety, and you take the steps to use crystals, um, the clearing bath, the ceremonies, you double on your medication, you know, you stick to your medication, those little things, you stick to the plan, then all of a sudden, come Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you're going to say, oh my God, there was a huge shift. There was a huge shift and it's going to be at your favor. But if you don't and you hide it and you say, you know what, I'm listening to Alice and Audrey and I'm getting it and, I'm, and I've gotten readings and yeah, they've told me to do A, Y, and Z and you know what, I just don't have time for it and I'm just going to keep on the bustle and hustle of daily life because I just don't have time to, you know, to pick up that pink quartz and I don't have time to sit and, and, you know, write down what it is that I'm experiencing. So I'm just going to carry it with me. I'll deal with it, you know, next time around. Well, guess what? Next time around, you're going to become a ticking time bomb and you're not going to be able to release and get that desired feeling that you've been wanting. It's like one of those things where um, you don't say something, you get you get irritated with someone, you don't say anything, and you're like, I don't want to make it a big deal. I don't want to seem like I'm a diva. I don't want to seem like I'm nitpicking. I don't want to seem like overly emotional. So I'm not going to say anything. And then the next day, something else happens. And then a couple of weeks later, something else happens. And each time you're like, I'm just going to let it slide. It's not that big of a deal. I'm not going to say anything. And then, like, a little thing will happen. Like, that person slams the door too hard, not meaning to, or, or just something very little, and you just explode, and you go off, and all of a sudden, people are looking at you like, whoa, what is wrong with you? What is your problem? And then you're like, great, I look like the crazy person again. It's not that you're the crazy person. It's you're not saying anything. You're not dealing with it. You're not releasing it in that moment. So it's better to draw attention to the little things and just say, hey, you know, next time, would you mind maybe doing this a little bit differently? Or next time, would you maybe mind not doing that at all? And you're seeing it calmly and it's cool and everybody can move past it and get on and not even give it a second thought. But then everybody's going to remember the one time you flipped out and started screaming and yelling over something very small. So this is a good time to do that energetically, to have the releases energetically. This might not be the best time to confront people that you have issues with only because your feelings might be at such a high, but it's definitely a good time for you to do the inner work. At least that would be my advice. What would you say, Audrey? I differ a little bit. Um, Audrey's like, bring on the confrontation. <laughs> and this is why I say that. This is why I'm going to say this. Because today and tomorrow, the energy is ruled by the goddess Kelly. And the goddess Kelly literally steps Kelly. Kelly um steps and kills um her husband. Oh right. So she was very advocating murder of husband. No. She was very (laughs) this is her story. She was very and let me see if I remember it correctly. She was very, very passionate. Very passionate. And things started happening in her empire. And she had to take charge and she had to become empowered. And 
she took the lead. And this is the energy that you're going to be feeling right now. You're going to be so angered and so upset and things are going to be pushing and stabbing you the wrong way. And you're going to want to take charge. And that's a good thing. Today is a good day because of the moon in Sagittarius and being a gibbous moon that you take charge and you make things happen. So the things that you feel that haven't been accomplished and you haven't been taking action steps, today is a good day to initiate and say, you know what? I am going to take that action step. I am going to go out and work out. I am going to go, you know, file my income tax that I haven't done. Because <laughs> there are some of you out there doing that. Take those action steps to get those things done. But in that same sense of empowerment and leadership and taking control, you're going to get things done, right? And you're going to have passion and all this passion is going to happen. And you're going to want to go confront, you know, A, B, and C person for everything that they're making you feel and for the long list of stuff that they've made you feel. And I say, go for it, but, but be aware of the words and your emotion when you do it. You have to use logic, not passion, because what's going to end up happening if you go out there with the same type of passion that you're taking action with, guess what? You're going to belittle them. You're going to go to the extreme. You're going to crush them. And you're going to be putting on their plate more than what was theirs to be served. So not only are you going to be serving them, you know, their karma, (laughs) but you're going to be serving everybody else's along with it because they're they're the escape point for you. So you need to be aware that if you are going to say, you know what, my action step is to confront this person, that you're aware of what, they're responsible for that you're aware of what you're responsible for because you could have been you know what they're the ones that are bothering you or causing your affliction at work or causing you to feel depressed or sorry for yourself or bring your self-esteem down that all could be very true but what are you doing because life is a tangle it takes two to dance what are you allowing are you setting any boundaries what were your boundaries with this relationship. So you have to go into it very aware. Healing, when you heal, you have to confront that which has hurt you and has illed you. So I believe that it is healthy to confront, sometimes not in person, but maybe you could do it in a letter, a letter that you're going to burn during the full moon, during a full moon ceremony. So you could release that and the universe could take it and heal you. Or you could just burn a candle to cut the cords around you. Or I'm going to give it back to Alice. Yes. And, you know, you could do a clearing bath. And Alice has these wonderful (laughs) little jars of goodness, of salt and herbs and flowers and oils and you just throw it in your bath. Now, if you don't have a bathtub, what I like to do, sometimes I am lazy too and I don't want to scrub that bathtub after a bath. <laughs> you know, I had my healing, I had my cleansing, hallelujah, I feel mm-hmm. great and then I look at the tub and it's yeah, like, oh, I don't want to deal with that. 
So what I do is I get a little sachet bag. You can get them at the Dollar Tree now mm -hmm. and you put little trinkets in it and the water flows through it. I put that and I tie it in my shower head. Oh, And I cool. turn it full on blast hot water so I could get, well, I crush it first. I, so mm -hmm. I put everything in the little bag and then I crush it. But I'm going, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself because <laughs> Alice will explain these clearing baths and kind of the, the things, the items that you need to create one. Yes. We will talk about doing a moon bath and you know what? I'm going to have to make another video. I'm going to have to do like a little house piece stuff by stuff, how to make a little bath at home. Um, the difference between the, the baths that Audrey was talking about, the baths that I have, I make um, clearing and healing baths and I have a really good all-purpose one that's supposed to help you like blast out the gunk and the blockages and then bring in like manifest you know the good things into your life uh, so it's what's releasing and, and, and calling in replacing with, with good things but so it's an herb that with Epsom salt base sea salt and then uh, a mix of herbs and flowers and essential oils. And then my homemade Florida water also um, comes with it. And that goes into the bath as well. So basically, this is a little mix that I have found is really great for the energy healing. But I do one more thing. I infuse it and I charge it with energy healing. Because my whole purpose for doing this was a lot of the times people can't come into the studio for an energy healing or I have clients like in the Midwest or places where energy healing is just not happening right now. So they can't get to an energy healer. So I infuse it and I mail them an energy healing. And Audrey had an energy healing with me not that long ago. So she has an idea of like what that is like or what that feels like. Um, but we can do, I obviously can't teach you all how to infuse your bath with energy. That's a whole different class. But I will definitely put together a little um a little video on how to make a moon bath a cleansing bath and so you're going to want to use sea salt definitely table salt's not going to work and then you can throw in things in there like uh dried rose petals or essential oil or lavender or um i like to when i'm cleansing i like to work with rosemary and sage so i would be more likely to put those things into a moon bath but we'll definitely talk about that um, a little bit more in the little how-to step-by-step that I'll be putting out there for you guys. Uh, crystals are an excellent thing to work with right now. And so we're going to go over some of the different kinds of crystals as well. Did you want to say something? I'm babbling here. No, I'm just, before you go into crystals, I just want you know to make sure that, okay, so how many parts to a healing bath is there? There's the salt bath, the salt. So this is the thing. Um, typically, uh, when, when I'm doing it and I'm not like putting it in a jar or I'm not, you know, transporting it, I would measure out three or four good sized handfuls of sea salt. Now I am very sensitive to energy. So I prefer to work with the Himalayan pink sea salt. Uh, and if you don't have like a smart and final or somewhere near you that sells a big box of sea salt. It's not too late to get it off Amazon. You might even be able to like put in an order and get same day delivery if you have Prime. I know I've bought pink sea salt um, in bulk off Amazon before. Uh, but if you can't get your hands on the pink sea salt, it is not the end of the world. You can definitely just use regular sea salt that is um, at the grocery store in the spice aisle. 
but you're going to want to get like a box of it because if you get a little shaker, that's not going to be enough. So you're going to put three or four good handfuls of sea salt into that water, some warm bath water. Um, and you can also pick up rosemary oil in the salt aisle, in the spice aisle. For those of you who don't have a holistic shop nearby, um, you could even use like uh, dried rosemary that you can crush up and put in the warm water if you can't, if your store doesn't happen to have the oil. But rosemary or sage, those are two things that are very common, very inexpensive. You can get your hands on it very easily. You don't have to have like the local psychic shop for those of you who don't have anything like that in your area. You can put that together very easily. And so the sea salt, the way that that works is when we have negative emotions, feelings will release chemicals into our bloodstream. And the negative emotions are going to release toxins in the bloodstream. So the first time you do this fast, if you've never done one before, I would recommend that you try to stay in for at least 45 minutes, an hour if you can. Dunk yourself under a couple of times. And especially after the first time you do it, you will see the water is a really gross, murky color at the end because the sea salt pulled everything through your pores. You will visibly see a difference in the water. Um, I have yet to find anybody who has not. I, I don't know if you've had anybody who's taken a sea, a sea salt bath for the first time and come out with clear water. I have not no. encountered anyone who's ever done that. I was, I'll was. i tell you about my first experience. Yeah, that's scary. I was, it was a few years ago, and I had just gone public. Okay, come out about what you're doing as a Yeah, as, as a medium, a full-on medium, not just, oh, I'll read your, you know, I'll give you advice and, you know, I'll give you a little tarot reading. I fully went public, and, um, and I started working with, strangers because before that it was you know um by yeah by referral so anyways i was fully out there and i was being seen and i was picking up a lot of energy and i started becoming very ill mm -hmm. and i had no low energy mm -hmm. very very low energy and these are just these are some of the benefits that you get when you purchase alice's um <laughs> Sea salt, you know, cleansing um, little sachet or bottle. I mean, it's nice. But you go in and and I had all these symptoms and I didn't know exactly where they were coming from. I had gone to the doctor. They couldn't figure it out. And I ran into a really close friend of mine, Deborah, and she said, you know what? You're holding a lot of toxic energy from strangers that you're just picking up because you're wide open, you need to do a cleansing bath. And so she gave me her recipe for cleansing. Um, I'm not going to share that with you because it's, it's only for those that are in this work, like deep in. So I don't want you going We don't want to open up massive portals for anybody. Yeah, I don't want you going into the bath and creating a vortex from any sort. <laughs> But um, so I went in there and I didn't think much of it because hers were, it was very simple, some herbs and some salt. And when I put those in, it was, it was white, right? And I wasn't dirty. I had just taken a shower earlier that day. So I wasn't dirty. And I went in there and I did my prayers, my affirmations. I visualized as I sat there, you know, scrubbing and just sitting there detoxing 30 minutes later, when I was like, okay, I think I'm done here, and the water started getting really cold, <laughs> I stepped out, and oh, my God, it was like charcoal. 
that's how dark it was. Yeah. It was sickening. And I was scared because I was like, okay, did I have that much dead skin on me? (laughs) And am I that dark? (laughs) Um, And the feeling was that the first feeling was shocked, right? I was very shocked to see this. But I realized that I was able, when I went into the tub, it was very hard for me to even move because I was exhausted. My muscles were tense. I had a lot of body aches. And it was very hard for me to get into the tub. What I realized was it was very easy for me to get out of the tub, which is usually harder. You had energy coming out, but you had energy going in. Yes, I had no energy going in, and I had tons of energy coming out. So that's one of the benefits that you will get by doing a clearing cleansing, clearing bath, especially during the full moon. So you want to get aligned with the moon phases because you draw energy, not from yourself, but from the universe, plenty of energy that's going around us. And you need to learn how to harvest it. So you have to harvest this energy. And to do so, you bring in, you do certain things on certain days of the week. We do things on certain phases of the moon with certain planets. And that's where this draws in. When you do a bath like this and it's a full moon or a new moon, you bring in those energies and it gives you even a boost, a bigger boost. It's a bonus. The feelings that I got was that my brain was no longer foggy. My thoughts were coming in and out easily. My skin was amazing for the next few days. My body did not ache the way it was. And this is just a 30-minute bath. And as you do this more and you get aligned with the energies, you create this alchemy and it becomes easier. And you notice that the water in your tub is no longer as dark or as muggy or foggy anymore. Yeah. So this is literally pulling out all those held up emotions that you carry that some are yours and some are not even yours. We just pick it up on the street. Especially, guys, if you're somebody who's an empath or if you're someone that has intuitive abilities that you haven't quite tapped into yet, regardless of whether or not you're actively using them, you're like the satellite. You're going to pick up signals. You're going to pick up energies. There's really no way of avoiding that. So you're going to want to cleanse even if you're not doing the type of work that, say, Audrey and I are doing. Now, this is this is for everyone. The, the one that I did the first time was specifically for healers um, or psychic and medium work, someone that is constantly connecting to the other side. The, the, but the thing is that everyone benefits, you know, from this because we all are we are all connected we all work on a frequency we are all energy if you like it or not if you believe in it or if you don't believe it when you pass someone at the grocery store you are going to pick up their energy when you're talking to your friend you are going to pick up her pain her worry like if you ever went to a coffee shop and sat with your friend and your friend was going through some major depression you went in there perfectly happy to have a cup of coffee and you met with your friend and now your friend starts opening up. You go home and you're still thinking about your friend and you may be constantly like, 
how can I help my friend? Now her worry becomes your worry. Her sanity becomes your sanity because you want to help her. You don't want her to be stuck in that feeling or that situation for much longer. So we carry that. It's not for you to carry. You weren't there trying to pick up that energy and carry it, you know, bundle it up and carry it with you. And now you really, you know, the day goes through and you kind of forget about it and you give her a pep talk and you let it go. You think you let it go, but reality, you've already absorbed it and you need to detox it out. So those are the feelings that you'll get is re-energized, foggy brain. You'll feel refreshed, like you've got a battery life boost, right? You recharge. And these are all great because now you can go out there and take over the world again, you know, become the boss that you want to be, you know, take control. You feel in control. Your anxiety won't be as much because you took some self-care, which we always push to the other side. Yeah. We always say, we'll do that later, and we never get around to it. So there's salt. There's yeah. um, dry flowers. Yeah, or herbs. herbs and different different things for, for different, um, like what you're trying to release or what you're trying to call in, which I think will probably break down a little bit more in the video. Um, and and so cord cutting is a whole other thing. Maybe we'll have, just have to do a strong cord cutting something. Yeah, that's a whole other. But, but this, kind, this kind of energy is a great time to do cord cutting for those of you who are familiar with it or who know about it and haven't yet done it. Um, so I would say definitely do the bath work, uh, do like you were saying, writing a letter, do that kind of release work. We're actually having a little get together on the 27th at Dockweiler Beach. And yes, we are. We'll be creating the invite for that. Um, and anyone is welcome to come to this, guys. It's a public event. Uh, the beach does charge for parking. There's no way around that. That is not going to RBRI. That is going to the state, to the to the beach. Um, but, you know, we're not charging for you guys to come to this event. Uh, and basically, we're going to be doing a little full moon circle. And we're going to be doing a release. And we're going to have a nice little bonfire going. Uh, and Audrey is going to walk us through some of the more uh, shamanic elements. And I'm going to be doing more of, like, the angel work uh, and the, the release through the angels. And basically, anybody will find something to resonate with because that's the one thing about releasing work. We all kind of gravitate towards different styles or different modalities. And that's kind of what we want to show you guys is the different ways to do it. And then you can take what works for you and then even build on that even more and make it your own. Yeah. So why should you take the time to drive out to the shore <laughs> and meet us in a bonfire? <laughs> Because, because it's awesome. Because one, it's awesome. <laughs> Two, when do you get the opportunity to hang out with two great people like us? <laughs> um, you know, it's going to be a time to get to interact, have one-on-one -on -one time, FaceTime, live time with us. You'll get your some of your um, questions answered. So you're going to get clarity. You're going to get um, validation. You're going to get healing. Anytime that I do a fire ceremony, the, the feedback that I get is always 
I felt lighter. I felt like a new person. I felt like I could breathe again. For the first time, I felt like the energy and my surroundings were not stagnant, thick. I could breathe and feel that breath through my body. I felt alive again. I realized I was not the only one experiencing these energies, these thoughts, these emotions. It, it builds a community where you understand that you are not alone. There are other people that are feeling the same frequencies that you are feeling, that are having the same thoughts that you are having, and that are releasing and healing. And this is what you will walk away with. You will walk away with a clearer view of your path ahead of you. And another thing that I, I and amen to everything Audrey said, Audrey preach. Um, but in addition to that, I will say this: one of the most common questions I know I personally get as a reader is, "How can I strengthen my psychic abilities? How can I enhance my intuition?" The answer is doing this kind of stuff. It comes in through your healing, guys, because we all have an intuitive part. We all have an intuitive center. And the clearer we are, the more connected we are to it, and the more accurate it's running and functioning. So to access this spiritual part of yourself, you're not going to be able to access it if you're not doing the spiritual work. And this, I, I don't know, I'm, saying, I'm using the word spiritual work and that makes it sound very, like, exhausting, but it's not. It's very rejuvenating. Um, the first time I did a full moon release, uh, I did a guided meditation, and I did it while taking a salt bath, and I cried like a baby, and uh, this was like years ago, and I had like the ectoplasm gunk coming out of my nose, and I was coughing up ectoplasm, and just all of that old energy that was in me, because I have mediumship abilities, I have, you know, psychic ability. But at that time, I was still trying to fight it, and I was still trying to block off certain parts of it. So I was picking up these attachments, right? Even though I, you know, we tell ourselves, oh, well, I'm not going to open that door, and I'm not going to, you know, use those abilities because I don't want stuff coming in. Well, you're like a satellite dish. You're going to pick it up regardless. So whether or not you're doing the work and connecting and reading for other people, you need to constantly be clearing yourself if you have that ability, regardless of whether or not you're using it. Yeah. And if you're tuning in to this live broadcast, if you're following us on TMC, on Facebook, through our Facebook page, through the Mystics Closet, if you're finding yourself liking and exploring the paranormal, haunting ghosts, healings, crystal grids, crystal healing, or if you figured out that now listening to us that you have a crystal addiction that you didn't realize that you were collecting everywhere you went you were picking up these little gems and these little crystals and you have a whole storage full of them now <laughs> that yes you may be on this journey to become more aware and knowledgeable and wiser of what it is that you have always been attracted to it could be crystals it could be salt it could be herbs 
It could be the paranormal. It it could be prayer, meditation, affirmation. It could be music. Music is one of the biggest shift changers. <laughs> so today, you know what? This is this is a perfect time to take a quick break and hear um, from our sponsors. We're going to take a quick break so you girls could go get your iced tea, your iced latte, maybe take a bathroom break for those that are hearing us, um, or also to get on the line and give us a call to connect with us, either to talk about the topics that we're talking about today, Aquarius and full moon eclipse with energies, today's um, gibbous moon and its Sagittarian power, and what you're experiencing or if you would like a reading, because we are doing readings. So this is your one chance. If you want to try us out for free, call in with your questions, one question per person, and we'll do a live reading here on the radio. So go ahead, take a quick one-minute, two-minute break, and catch us back. We're coming right back. Just listen in, all right? And more info on crystals when we come back to. More info on crystals and a healing that took me to the fawns, okay? <laughs> so come right back for that entertaining story. That should get Henry and Chloe here. <laughs> Hi, I'm Alice. And I'm Audrey. Have you always been drawn to the metaphysical? <laughs> the mystical? The paranormal? Have you found yourself wondering about angels, spirits, ghosts? Do you sometimes feel like you connect with the unseen, but you're not sure? Join us for Through the Mystics Closet on Feminine Frequency Radio Network. Mondays, 5 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And chat with us. Because Devin Marketing and Martin Accounting just don't understand. But we do. Organic Frequency Radio Show is one and a half hour live chat with Stephanie and Oksana and their lovely guests about the nature of existence and holistic way of living here and now and perhaps even after. Join us every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Pacific Time. Call in number to listen live is 929-477-1183 and to ask a question press 1 to connect to the studio our guests share their stories and walking path of their healing <laughs> along with services that they have developed and packaged for the rest of the world to experience and benefit from we're here to hold a space for an exchange of experiences for the purpose of evolvement and expansion of consciousness. Hello and welcome. You are now entering the corridors of Twilight Epiphanies Talk Radio with your host, Cindy Magnuson. Premiering Thursday evening, 7 to 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time on Feminine Frequency Radio Network, 
You are invited on a talk radio journey to the center of self. Join us as Cindy guides you, the listeners, in sensory and perception upgrades where revelations and golden epiphanies pierce the bells of illusion. Don't miss this opportunity for your next dose of Twilight Epiphany. Hello and welcome to the Through the Mystics Closet with Alice and Audrey. Here we're talking about the full moon in Aquarius. It's going to be happening Friday. July 27th, and we were just inviting you to join us at the beach. Which beach? Dockweiler Beach. It's near LAX. Uh, There will be address posted in the event, and I'm sure that uh, Google Maps will be very easy to help you find it. Uh, It's the only beach I know of with fire pits. And I'm going to get there pretty early to reserve and save one for us for the event. So if anybody wants to come earlier before sundown and hang out, I will be there for the majority of the day, probably. <laughs> probably very, very early because those fire pits go pretty fast. Um, and we're going to have our little release ceremony there. Uh, my advice to you guys, and I will have info there in the event, so be sure to read it. It, it start thinking about what you want to release. Maybe start writing down some stuff, but definitely show up with a notebook and a pen for anything else you want to put in. We can't burn, unfortunately, and the pyro in me says, unfortunately, we can't burn things like articles of clothing or, or, or things that make us think of people um, because the, the beach has certain rules. Maybe we'll have to think of a, something else we could do somewhere else. But anything you want to do in terms of uh, putting something else, releasing something else that's on paper, we can do. We can throw as much paper as we want in there. Um, Or you can write something on a piece of wood if you want. We just can't do anything with like, you know, this is my ex-boyfriend's letterman jacket. We can't throw that in the fire. No. um, You could do that in your own in your own property with your own risk. <laughs> and I always say be extra careful. Even if it's a tiny post-it, be extra careful in a good surrounding. They either have some water or a fire extinguisher because when you're dealing with energy. Oh my goodness. Yes, that is a very good point. You have no idea. Just um, when was it? Two months ago. I don't know if any of you heard in Koreatown in LA, here in LA, in California, Koreatown, <laughs> two months ago for the full moon, a mother, I believe a mother of two, wife, was going through a really hard experience with her husband. And she heard about burning the letter to the moon. So she was in their little apartment complex in the hallway somewhere, and she burned down the. Was she the, almost like burned down? Everybody was okay. Everyone was okay. Everyone was fine. The fire department got there, but it was on the news. If you didn't catch it, you could look it up. I just remember being on the news, and the firefighter was being interviewed, and he said, uh, "From our understanding, the fire occurred because somebody was trying to burn sage." For a moon ceremony. For a moon ceremony. And then that made everyone sound crazy. But we're not all crazy. We're not all crazy. 
It exists. The thing is that when you are releasing, and for and um, if you go on my insights with Audrey, you'll see I have a video, an old video of a fire release, and I read the fire. You'll see that each paper is the same size. I use the same technique, same paper, same pen. Everything's exactly the same, depending on how strong mind, body, and spirit is aligned with your desire to release and with what you're releasing, the flame will go extreme. Some of it even pops. Sometimes you will get black smoke and you're not even burning anything crazy. No. Every single release has never been the same, except for one. I was in the Palisades. And we were doing a moon release, and I got two people mixed up. Okay. But when she redid it, it burned exactly the same. That's crazy. And it was crazy. We were all in shock. I was even in shock because it was the first time. I was not expecting her to redo it and for it to burn exactly the same way, and it did. And that was a big shocker. So just to be there and to experience this fire energy and the fire release and have um, have me read the fire for you because if your letter burns and it's a clean burn and the entire letter burns, that means that you're having a clear release. Super easy. Super it's, easy. It's, it's leaving you. If there is dark smoke. Buckle up. <laughs> you're releasing toxic yes toxic so it may be a divorce and you're kind of still scared and fearful of leaving that marriage and what you've always known but when you burn it and you say i'm ready for that divorce and it's black guess what you're releasing toxic so that was not the relationship for you and you were you were either being, you know, um, emotionally, physically, you know, mentally um, abused without even knowing it. Can I say something? Can I ask mm-hmm. you there? And the reason why I say buckle up, like Audrey was saying, when it burns clear, you're letting it go. You're you're burning it smoothly. Like it's it, it's good. Um, there's two ways that we grow and heal. One is through joy, and one is through like we're releasing, but we're riding out the waves. So if you're burning fast and clear, then like you're coming out of it feeling lighter and it's off your shoulders and you can move on. If you're getting the black smoke, chances are there's going to be a lot of feelings that are going to be coming up for a few days after the fact where you might feel very emotional. You may feel like you're coming down with a flu or a cold. You may feel like you are, you know, very, very like prone to crying very easily. And I just say, because I've been through it. So, like, if that happens, buckle up. You're going to ride out the waves. You're going to be okay. But, you know, one of the reasons why we want to start doing the the moon things, and we'll probably do the moon things fairly regularly. I can't promise we'll do it every full moon. But, no, this is regularly. This is, this like, is special at the yeah. beach. This is a special treat. Um, it's nice to have support when you're doing this sort of work, especially if you're new to it. Yeah, this is kind of like our launch and our thank you for listening in and being in our community. Um, so this is very special. We don't always get to do it at the beach, but 
either way, um, I have a workshop for the new moon. I have a workshop for the full moon. And it doesn't always play into part, but for most of the part, we do do it every month. If it's online, you submit your questions to me on Insights with Audrey, and I could do a cleansing that way. If you book a session with Alice for for a a clearing um, clearing work, which oh brings me to this <laughs> afternoon. Let's keep time for the crystals though. <laughs> yeah. This afternoon, um, so I've been selling my house, that's a topic, yeah. and I wanted to move some energy because I felt that it was stuck. So I'm bringing you people in, <laughs> into this. And Alice suggested that she will do a clearing in my home, and I accepted. But before the clearing in the home, she said, well, why don't I do a clearing, a cleansing for you? So I was like, sure, I'm up for it. So this afternoon, I came a little early to the studio, and we started our cleansing. Now, let me tell you, it's a really nice, comfortable, safe space here. They're not every, It's not open. It's not down in the street. It's high up. It has its own little door. There's security, everything, if, you're, you know, if you freak out that way. I have people that freak out about all that. Plenty of parking. <laughs> Anyways, I come back up here. And she sets up and she does the stage and and she does the essence and it's beautiful and I'm I'm already feeling healed. Now she puts her hands on <laughs> to feel my alignment. And she just touched my neck and I literally felt like a million pounds drop from my head to my shoulders, to my neck area. And she hadn't even started, people. <laughs> and I was already feeling the energy move. I was bringing it to your body. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? This is, this is new to me. But, you know, it felt good. Then I laid down and we started. And she's going around and she's doing her Reiki. And with Reiki, you don't, you know, you go above the body. You don't go, you don't touch. It's not like... It's not like massage. So I'm feeling her energy, and I start hearing a flute play. Now, I'm thinking I'm going to go into a journey. <laughs> now, for you that have never done a healing session or, or, or heard of journeying or um, transporting or traveling, you basically, when you quiet down your mind and you start bringing up all these things, kind of like an old movie that you watched, and you start experiencing different things from your life and maybe not even your life come in, you're on a journey. You're, 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 you're out there traveling. Anyways, I started hearing this flute. And I tell her, Are you, did you put music on? And she's like, no. And she said, that's all you. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's all me. All right, I'm going to start journeying here. And the minute I do that, I say that, and she says that all of a sudden in front of me, Henry Wrinkler, the fawn, shows up and takes up a chair right in front of me. And this is my journey story. Some people see Jesus. Some people see like I usually start with color. I usually start with different colors, like Lisa Frank from the 80s. We went full force Henry Winkler right at the game. Yes. And I'm thinking, Henry Winkler. And I want to tell her that the font is here. But then I'm like, well, the font is 
still alive, I think. Oh, my God, please don't be dead. <laughs> and now I'm going through this whole little scenario in my head, and I'm like, she's going to think I'm freaking weird if I tell her that the font's in your head. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I just kept quiet. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to, you know, take it as it is. So he's there, and he's chatting with me. And then he said a phrase. And this is a funny thing, and this is how this all connects. And I shouldn't say it's a funny thing because that kills the magic, right? So I'm journeying, and he brings in Johnny Carson. And now I'm, I'm like Sophia Loren. I'm in Sophia Loren's body, but it's me. And there's a beautiful handmade, um, like, Oaxacan white linen dress with tons of colors, embroidered colors. And I'm sitting there, and Johnny Carson is interviewing me. And then he tells me, you know, you're very lucky to be sitting here. Because not everybody gets to sit on my couch. And then Henry Winkler comes back in and says a phrase. And I continue, and now I'm in this beautiful, beautiful, um, like, meadow with tons of white and yellow flowers and I'm still Sophia Loren and I'm still wearing this amazing dress and I'm super hot and I'm super free and I'm just spiritual and the fairies start coming in and then I'm brought back to like the traffic noise, the city traffic but now it's going with the tune of this flute and I feel these hot, hot, hot hands working the back of my knee my right just knee. be warned if you do come to me for a healing many people tell me this um they experience up to six hands four hands six hands um or there's gonna be I feel like four people so i guess that would be eight hands uh people feel more than my hands on them sometimes i'm just and i think it depends on how open you are but i do call in the archangels so don't be surprised if i'm working on you one part but you're feeling somebody else working on you another part yeah and then at one point i started feeling like et <laughs> my right hand my middle and what's this, the index the yeah. ring finger uh the i don't know what that finger is but the one next to your middle finger next to your pinky yeah the one in between the middle finger and the pinky and my middle finger start feeling like they're like the joint is having convulsions <laughs> And I feel the energy being stuck there. And then all of a sudden it started moving, but moving kind of like, you know, like your transmission messed up, that kind of movement. And I thought to myself, that's my magic fingers, you know, and I kind of curled up my other fingers and these two fingers are sticking out. And I tell Alice, I'm like, oh, there's blockage. And she kind of giggled. And I came out of it and I was like, these are my magic fingers. These are where I'm, I'm supposed to point and magic, magic is supposed to happen. Anyways, we had a fun time with Henry Winkler. So when I finally came out and I was telling her about my magic fingers and them being broke and her fixing them, I told her, you know, there's, it's weird. I heard the flutes and the traffic joined the flute and it was this beautiful, harmonious moment. And I'm like, and Henry Winkler showed up and then she starts laughing because she has a connection to this flute and to Henry. And what's the connection, Alice? This is, okay, this is the thing. When I asked Audrey, I asked her when she, when we were talking about Henry Winkler and then the music, because when I was working on her, there's a particular song I listen to sometimes when I'm going into spiritual work, and it started playing in my head when I was working on her. 
Um, and it's the old folk song, but the version that I heard as a child was Simon and Garfunkel's uh, version of El Condor Pasa, which is, I, I don't know if it's Peruvian, but it's like a, like, like a very, I mean, the drums and the, and the uh, flute, like it's on the very, like, uh, I can't see Native American because Peru, Peru is not American, but like that, that indigenous peoples, that, 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 that tribal energy, that tribal vibe. Um, and so also Henry Winkler, when I was a kid, was like one of my best imaginary friends. I don't know why. I cannot tell you what the reason of that was. But there were two, there were a few things that, as a kid, I, they were like my, my I, don't, I can't call them my power animals or my spirit animals because they weren't animals; they were people. Uh, but it was uh, Sheila from He Man. Oh, she was mine yeah, too. Shira, Shira, <laughs> Shira from He from Man. Um, Henry Winkler, and I can't tell you why. And I would be visited by Native Americans all the time. So the first time I heard that El Condor Pasa uh, song done by Simon and Garfunkel, it filled me with a sense of magic and connection. And I would listen to it and I would feel very connected to the Native Americans, although I don't have any Native American blood in me. Um, and so because I'm doing inner child work and I feel some of like that part of my life is coming up in the work that I'm doing, it manifested or my guides of energy manifested in that way to Audrey because she is highly intuitive and she could pick up on energy. But I can't, I'm not making you any promises that if you come for a healing, you're going to get to meet Henry Winkler or that you're going to like talk to him in spirit. I think that was just Audrey really getting in tune and really connected with like the weirdness that is me. I guess yeah. like what I'm gonna say. I the inner world of Alice. <laughs> and I, I want to touch a little bit on the whole thing with with Sophia Loren and with Johnny Carson, okay? Because I know that sounds crazy too. But you have to understand, spirit talks to a few symbols, okay? It's not that Johnny Carson was full on here. It's not that Sophia Loren was here. It's not that Henry Winkler was here. Uh, but with the Johnny Carson and Sophia Loren, one of the things Audrey and I have been talking about was being more open and doing this work and being more visible and kind of in improving or being the best versions of ourselves. So to me, the whole Johnny Carson thing, the whole Sophia Loren thing was like being seen, being known, being open, being confident in that expression. So to me in that healing, that was the message coming in that you are. That's true. That you are. To me, it, it's all, it sounds crazy but this is the way the spirit talks spirit talks through symbols and spirit doesn't always have words right so it'll show you something and it's up to you to connect with God because what does this mean we have to decode it why is she seeing Johnny Carson's to feel around well we were talking about something prior to the healing so to me when she told me that I was like okay this is spirit like playing charades with her and telling her like this is where you're headed through the healing not that she's literally going to be Sophia Loren that she's literally going to be on a Tonight Show, but that she's going to be the best version of herself, whatever she sees that to be, and being in that confidence and, and being in, in that public eye. And you hit it right on the nail head. Because for me, growing up, Sophia Loren was... Was that your Fonzie? That was my Fonzie. <laughs> Sophia Loren, to me, anytime, I've always had a huge crush on Sophia Loren. 
And this is why. She was she is a strong, powerful leader in her own right. She exudes confidence. But she does not, uh, you know, she does it in a sensual, sexual way without ever allowing anyone to belittle her or cross that line. So she takes what she's got and she's out there and she's proud of it and she stands in her power. And you know what? She does not hide away. She, she, was, she didn't even know how sexy and how sensual she was until someone brought it up to her later on in her career. She just thought, you know, she went out there and she did what she wanted to do when she wanted to do it. She took the roles that she wanted to take. And ever since I could remember, if she was on TV, if she was on the newspaper, if she was on a magazine, I had it. I had it. I had to follow her. And I always loved her energy and the way that she carried that energy. So now that you say why she could have been here. Yes, that is. It's the symbolism. It's the symbolism. It's the symbolism. We sound like crazy people saying, hey, Sophia Loren and Fonzie were hanging out with us before the radio show. But it was more so the symbolism. That's the way spirit brought the message. Spirits bring you certain people that you could relate to that, will, that you could recognize. Or even a person, if you have a person that keeps coming around and you're not exactly sure what the connection is, Take a step back and look at them and say what you admire of them because they may be here trying to teach you to look at yourself and admire those qualities in you. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of how the whole that whole scenario played out. And this is one of the journeys that you could take when you book a session, um, a healing session. And you're going to be relaxed, so make sure that you give yourself some time before the healing. Drink plenty of water and time after the healing. You don't want to book your healing and then say, well, I'm going to go book a doctor's appointment or go book, you know, uh, a book signing (laughs) or something. You don't want to do that. You don't want to overextend yourself. You want to give yourself time to come through, to take some time to sit with your thoughts, with what came sometimes it's not not all unicorns and rainbows sometimes through some healings that I've had a lot of grief has come out a lot of nostalgic things a lot of regret have came up to the surface because I need to release and heal that and that no longer serves me yeah so it's not all going to be you know it's not always going to be beautiful it's will always be relaxing, I believe, because even through my my darkest healing session, it has always been relaxing while I'm going through them, and they've always opened up a, a portal for healing, for understanding, for awareness, and that's what you walk away with, a healing with Alice, is oh, the knowing that you do belong, the knowing that you are on the right path, the knowing that there is a way to heal your pain that no one else could understand that you're carrying. And that is why we do the work that we do. We want to exchange your vibration, exchange your experience that you're having of not being in control, full of anxiety, living in the city with the bustle and hustle of everyday life, we want you to come out of that 
into a space of awareness, a, a space of healing, of support community where you can let go and really see the true self and really see where your value, your worth, and your self-expression um, live. Yes. And we want to open that and tell you that it's okay to express yourself. It's okay to live in your truth. It's okay to value yourself and see yourself worth. And that in itself will bring a value to your life. You will experience everything in a different wavelength. And you'll experience it, you know, um, well, as the other guy from the 80s. You know, and we, I want you to experience life with champagne drinks and cantaloupe. Oh, Robert Lee. <laughs> yeah. She wants you to have the champagne wishes and caviar. Your dreams. Yes, right here, right now. <laughs> right here, right now. Don't wait for tomorrow. Tomorrow is not promised to any of us. So. You want a t-shirt, champagne wishes and caviar dreams, right yeah. here, right now. Right here, right Dash now. Audrey Cortez. Oh my gosh! Okay, undecided apparel. <laughs> Did you catch that? Undecided apparel. That's Audrey's insights with Audrey's next t-shirt. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back. I'm gonna have to copyright that. <laughs> so yes, look out for my new t-shirt. <laughs> we have Henry Winkler face on the back. <laughs>
And I wanted so much, but it was $2,000. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, oh, I'll never be able to afford those, not knowing later on in life that I would have a small collection of beautiful amethyst crystals in different price ranges, but different sizes yeah. as well. So, so go out there, look. Yes. Um, one thing I want to say, guys, citrine is really hot right now. And people are looking for citrine and like getting good deal on citrine. Citrine is very difficult to find. If you're purchasing citrine, chances are it's not real citrine. Um, one of the biggest giveaways is that it's a dark orange color, like a burnt orange color. All that is is someone took an amethyst crystal and put fire to it or baked it on really high heat until the color changed. Um, that's a whole other topic. We'll talk about it some other time. Uh, but I wanted to talk about some crystals that are going to be really great for this particular Aquarius eclipse full moon insanity that's coming our way. Um, there's the classics, which are going to be very easy for you to find and fairly inexpensive. Is selenite. Selenite is also called liquid light. It's also connected to the moon. So it's a really great stone to have for any kind of full moon. It's like an all full moon, all full moon inclusive stone. And it's great um, just every single day of the year because it's very good for helping move energy on um, and clearing it and transmuting it and turning it, giving it over to that light. So if there's any darkness, any dark entity, it's very good for moving it over into that light. Um, another stone, which is a very you know basic, everyone should have is rose quartz. And rose quartz is going to be really, really good for unconditional love of self and unconditional love of others. It's a really great stone for helping with liking yourself. It's a really great stone for helping with opening up your heart and letting yourself connect with others. Um, getting more into the stones that I think are very good for this specific mood energy, I'm going to say black tourmaline. Because black tourmaline is very, very good with transmutation, with recycling, turning negative energy into light energy. It's good for protecting yourself or, or not absorbing the negative energy of others, which people are going to be kind of cranky or, or, or going through some stuff right now. Um, and so that's it's a very good protection. Um, I'm also going to say uh, rhodonite, which is going to be really, really great for releasing um, Anger, resentment, fear. These are a lot of the types of uh, energies or feelings that are coming up at this particular full moon. Uh, I will say onyx because onyx is really great for helping release grief. And some of us may be grieving over past experiences or past resentments. Um, and I will say... Um, Carnelian is really great for stick-to-itiveness as you're riding out the waves, helping see you through some victories so that you're not giving up. Uh, and then another one, which this is just kind of like my thing. This is not necessarily, I don't think most people would recommend this, but I'm going to recommend it. I want to say fluorite because fluorite is really, really good for helping you to see the order in the chaos. It's really good for helping you to accept the way that things are without feeling like you have to change them. And sometimes it also helps you to see why it is that way. Because at first glance, it may seem backwards or it may seem unfair. 
but you can kind of get a glimpse of the bigger picture, why it is that way, accepting it as it is, and seeing the perfection and things as they are, seeing the perfection in you as you are. And, and the reason why I say this is because the first step to being able to release is being able to accept. I can't forgive and I can't release if I haven't accepted that something is the way it is. Because I'm still going to be hung up on, well, well, that shouldn't have happened to me. Or they should never have done that. Or, or I can't let it go until they come back and they acknowledge it. The fluoride helps you to have that acceptance so that you can let it go. I, I hope that makes sense. Um, I am going to have the video up on how to clear and charge the stone. So be sure to subscribe to the Amethyst Angelite uh, YouTube channel. So you get the initial notice in case it doesn't pop up on the on the Facebook feed um, or Instagram feed. So uh, bring your crystals with you on the 27th if you would like. And you can let them soak up some of that full moon beach energy as well, ocean energy as well. Uh, anything you want to add to that, Audrey? Log on to Amethyst Angel Light to learn on how to clear, cleanse, and recharge your crystals. Also, don't forget to look us up on Facebook, our, pa our page, T TMC, on our Facebook page, Through the Mystic Closet, for all the details about Friday's full moon at the beach fire ceremony and release with Alice and Audrey. Also, if you want more clarity and guidance with this right of this intense planetary shift that we're going through and the full moon, you could look up, look me up on Insights with Audrey on Facebook and Instagram, and you could book a session where the benefits that you'll get is clarity and guidance, and you'll see where you are right now in your in this shift exchange, this energy exchange. So. Make sure that you program us into your calendar, yes. put your alarms on for Monday evenings at 5 p.m. through the Mystics Closet right here on blocktalkradio.com forward slash feminine frequency radio network every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So we're going to be here for your evening commute next week. We will talk a little bit more paranormal. Remember to call us, call in on Mondays through our show to our guest call in number 929-477-1183 for your free readings and to chit chat with us and give us your experience. We want to hear about your experiences as well. So please log on to Feminine Frequency Radio, submit, hit the like, you know, like us on Feminine Frequency Radio, Block Talk Radio, like us on TMC, follow us on Instagram, and you'll get tons of events and our specials as well and what's coming up with us. Thank you so much for listening in today. We wish you a harmonious <laughs> filtered experience experience this week a gentle release a gentle release just become aware of the energies around you and do not overreact remember to stay poised stay 
in control, breathe, do a lot of breathing exercises, and just know that this too shall pass. This week shall pass like a kidney stone, but it will pass. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We don't want to scare you too much, guys. We're here to help. That's why we're having a little little ceremony. And that's why we're going to be putting up the video on on the how to make your own bath, um, on how to do the whole, you know, crystal preparation. Uh, And let us know, guys, that anything you're stuck on, anything you're wanting to know about, let us know because we want to give you content that's going to be most helpful. We're going over like, basics and things that we can think of but if there's somewhere where you're feeling stuck in your own process reach out to us let us know we can do a show on that for you all right so thank you so much for logging in and for your time with lots of love and gratitude see you next week bye-bye see you friday Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Organic Frequency Radio with Stephanie and Oksana. Hope everyone is having an amazing Monday evening. Oksana, it looks like you're with us. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Hello, Stephanie. How's everyone? How are you, Stephanie? I'm doing lovely. I've been very busy working on feminine frequency radio stuff. I'm really excited about that. Um, we're going to have the website like rocking pretty soon. I've been working like on all the host pages and getting all that stuff up. We're working on getting bloggers. I'm really excited about that. And then podcasts too. So things are going really well. Awesome. I know. Yeah. <laughs> very exciting. Very, very cool. Um, Yes, everything is uh, seems like falling into places, and um, new stuff is arising for the Feminine Frequency Radio Network. So yeah, it's it's wonderful. And yeah, I'm, and, and I'm um, honestly. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. No, ahead. I was gonna say honestly, like with everything, things are like definitely shifting, and it's funny because um, they're talking about. Um, the astrological event that's coming up on the 27th. And, dude, I can't even tell you what it is, but it's supposed to be something. And I keep on getting that that's, like, 
the day that things are happening and they're like, dude, like this whole entire time up until this was like just birthing pains, like growing pains. You're about to give birth to some like amazing stuff happening. So I'm really excited for that. And then the Lions Gate coming up on 8-8. Yes, yes. And um, I actually have to attest that, yes, I believe um, – like I at least am already starting to experience that, including with the radio station as well. And on the other parts of my life, I am sensing kind of that too. Slowly reemerging into the new, you know? Yeah, like the, yeah out of the old <laughs> kind of time of somewhat development and stagnation and valleys, you know? Yeah, definitely. So, well, so tonight um, we're going to be talking about spiritual wellness through compassion, transformation, and heart purification um, with our very special guest, Electra Moon, who not only is a very amazing goddess who I love very much, but she's also one of the hosts on Feminine Frequency Radio. So we'll get to talk a little bit about her radio show. So let me go ahead and get her introduced so we can bring her on. Um, Electra is the hostess of Glow Goddess Glow on Feminine Frequency Radio Network. Electra is a mother of three amazing young adults and, and a granddaughter. Sole proprietor of Electric Moon Healing, offering a wide variety of modalities from cranial sacral therapy, massage, SER releasing, and repattering. Oh, sorry, repatterning to medicinal intuitive reading and nutritional counseling. Electra is an avid lover of booty yoga and all things plant-based living with a passion for the purpose of compassion and unity. So let's go ahead and get Electra on. (laughs) Hello, my beautiful goddess. Oh, wholeness, ladies. Wholeness. How are y'all this evening? <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Hello, Electra. Oh, it's so good. It's always so good to be with the both of you. Like, I appreciate you two <laughs> beyond words and the work that y'all are putting in to making these, like, global, international connections um, of of everyone. It's uh, It's amazing mm-hmm. to see you two working behind the scenes you know, now that I'm in this position. So I just got to say thank you. Like I'm beaming ear to ear with what y'all do and how y'all have helped me. (laughs) So thank you. Thank you for having me on tonight. (laughs) Yes, we're so glad you're with us. So, Mm -hmm. um, well, we got like a tiny bit of your story in the bio, but can you give us a little bit of background on kind of like how you came to be where you are now? Sure. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. It was um, it was a lot of a lot of shadow work. Um, I went from you know a, a pretty abusive, verbally abusive uh, childhood into um, just being a completely you know ragged teenager. I was I was not um, not following the straight line by any mean any means at all, and um, that led me into early pregnancy. I became a massage therapist very young and and was aware and was conscious and I had, you know, visions and sight as I was younger and that wasn't the easiest to deal with and um, just not where I was growing up. It wasn't very well supported. 
So from there, I married young and had um, a, a tumultuous uh, marriage with twice and birthed three beautiful children out of it. I went through drug addiction <laughs> and got oh. sober. I've been sober now for seven and a half years. And it's definitely uh, one of my driving forces and one of my driving passions is to, you know, help pe- people heal those those deep wounds that come with with addiction because it's a lot of disconnect. It's a lot of disconnect from from the now. Um, and so I've just grown that into into my business, and that's where I've found my love for cranial sacral therapy, the realignment that it does for the central nervous system, its ability to to get into a person's body and be able to let them talk to their nervous system again through different mm. holdings and being able to help them and self and myself uh, get through any patterns that keep coming up and are reoccurring. And uh, so I've brought that into my business and that's grown and flourished. And then now I have this beautiful opportunity to, you know, have my own radio show and, and be under this, you know, beautiful goddess umbrella that you have going on. So there's a little synopsis of how I got here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's, um, um, I love, um, to be honest, your story, uh, as many others. And, and yes, absolutely. And, um, for example, when um, Stephanie and I talk about our circumstances in our lives, and Stephanie mm-hmm. can add, add to that later, uh, it seems like sometimes we um being exposed to such spectrum of experiences, so yes. we understand the levels of existence, how people can be, how... Uh, you know, what creates addiction, how to get out of addiction. So the whole process, or not even addiction, but any type of, like, hardships, specific ones. And we experience that so we know the whole spectrum. And then, of course, when we get to another level of non-resistance, you know, then we experience right. that. So, so I love your story because it right away shows, like, you know, what – your main mission is, you know, even from just hearing how, what your steps were of uh, rediscovering um, yourself under all of this, you know, under uh, underneath of whatever we create for ourselves in this life. And right. You know. Right. And, you know, for me, it, it really is important. And, I, and I'm seeing it more and more. Even just today it was brought into you, you know, into my field you know, the suffering that comes with, with this disease and what, how can I help even more? What, what can I bring to the table in awareness? And, and what I can bring is my story medicine. I can bring mm-hmm. the different times in my life that I've had, you know, these, these traumatic experiences because everybody's level of trauma is different too. And like you said, Oksana, you know, having that spectrum, we all have these different spectrums and we've all had our ups and downs and our ma- And like you said, when we were coming in, having, we're in this valley right now up until the mm-hmm. 27th. What is, it's the lunar eclipse that's happening. 
And so it's supposed to be like just this whole change of lifestyle. And I know you two ladies feel it for sure. And, and oh, I know yeah. most of us are, are feeling it. We're like, oh, but we have been in these valleys here lately too. But it's it's definitely one to hang on for. I know I'm feeling it. I'm like, this, is, this one's going fast. This is a rocket ship. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, so why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your radio show, Glow Goddess Glow, and what you guys will be talking about and topics, stuff like that. Yeah, so last night was the fourth episode, and it was it was a lot of fun or yeah was it the fourth or my third I don't know I like doing it I really do like doing it (laughs) but each one's been so different so far so um the first one was me sharing pretty in pretty detail uh, my story so that the audience could just get to know me and what I want is a, a place where people can come and and share their voices because I I know what it has done for me being able to talk about what I've been through and being able to share that. And I want to be able to provide that space for other people, male or female, to come in and be able to share their story and what little nuggets that they have that they've, you know, acquired along their journey. And so I've had my uh, a good friend, Key, on, and she came and told her story medicine of molestation and how she, and, and we always give away to to positively promote self-love and healing through the, you know, through whatever you've been through. <laughs> and, and so that's really one of the things that I want to bring to the table is it's not so much that we are going to constantly focus on the trauma because we know what the trauma is. It's how can we really positively create a new pattern of self-love. And so last night I ended up doing um, – an hour meditation and and my good friend Mark came on and he guided us through some really great breath breath work. I was in New York city this past weekend. Um, I'm going to ramble for a minute if y'all don't mind. (laughs) And I was in New York city and it was, it was a great time. I'll admit I was a little nervous because it's a big city and I haven't been to a city that big. And you know, when you're energetically sensitive, but got there and it was just the greatest vibe. Like I loved it there. And so I met up with um, some tribes, uh, tribe people that I had met uh, actually through secret energy. And, and we all linked up and we just had this kind of grand reunion of family. And I went out there with some booty yoga sisters. So that was already family. So it was like able to create these great connections. So Mark uh, came on and he guided us through some really lovely breath work. And that just led in to me leading us through this hour long elemental meditation. And so I can already see how the show is going to be able to grow in in people when they listen that it will provide these positive self-help tips to get through your transformation. And so that's really what Glow Goddess Glow is about. And the reason I named it that is because we all are masculine and feminine needing to get back in touch with that real feminine side of of the polarity. And and that's what I want to bring to the table. Beautiful. So I'm glad that you said that. So in your definition, what is a goddess? A goddess? 
a goddess is a nurturer. A goddess is a nurturer of, of self, of the creative spaces that expand with love, that expand with compassion and understanding and understanding what it is like to go through the spectrum. As Oksana said, I really liked the way you put that. That just really rung a bell. And, and going through all the colors of emotion. And as a goddess, you know, we embrace every emotion throughout a 24-hour period. Mm-hmm. And it's about how you walk through that. Like as women, we are we are emotionally driven beings, and that's fine because we come from that heart and womb center first, opposed to the head, opposed to that brute force, and then we can bring that energy up into the head. And I think that's what being a goddess is about: is really coming from the heart space and the womb space to create. And I think that that's something that masculine needs to be in touch with is the fact that they do have a womb space to create from too, that it doesn't have to be all head driven. It doesn't have to be all mental. So, yeah, that's what a goddess is to me. It's, she's a nurturer. Mm-hmm. She's just a, you know, sees the beauty in everything, sees the beauty in everything and, and being able to observe, being able to observe mm-hmm. the natural flows of nature and move with them, you know, dance with them and and mm-hmm. sit with them and work with them, you know, hard work, soft work, however that comes through. Mm-hmm. So that is the definition for me. Beautiful. Lovely. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll take you farther. So how okay. do we build up to the goddess? So what um, from your experience and what you do with your services, um, how you are getting to your goddess. What are the tools? I... What are the services? Yes. Mm. Okay. Oh, man. Well, that's a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> I would definitely, well, you know, you've got you to address you got to address physical movement. I think that's really important as a woman and bringing in the goddess is being able to get into yourself physically and understand your body. And that was a big one for me um, was being able to really get in and to really feel how my body moves with my curves, um, with, you know, how the hands and the arms are moving through the, through my heart and just, and just letting that ecstatic flow come through. And then with my practice, because during drug addiction, for me, I was very cut off from my body. Um, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was very null and void. And, and I actually I cut myself off even sexually as like a protection. But it was, and that was to like protect me while I used drugs. And so being cut off from that body movement, um, when I got back into moving my body again, because before I used to belly dance, when I was younger, I belly danced for quite a long time. And uh, my, you know, my drug addiction came later in life. And so when I was able to get back into that, that movement, that ecstatic movement of the body, I think that was a really important part as um, for goddess makeup and, and for making up with myself and for learning to, to love myself in a gentle way you know, in that compassionate way. Um, and so then I had to, you know, get into well, what are my thinking? How are my thought patterns coming through? And so from there I took it, you know, 
I, w- I would sit down and I would, and I still do this. It's, you know, checks and balances of what's really coming through mentally is, does mm-hmm. this serve me? Um, can I compassionately address this? Can, do I need to be a hard ass? <laughs> you know, what, what, what do I need to do? Do I need to be the assertive woman here? Um, and, and how do I need to repattern my thought process to, to be more of a nurturer, to, to be, to be understanding of all understanding of nature. And so nature is definitely a big part, I think for all women and for all men, we, we need to get back into those rhythms of watching the plants and watching the birds, watching the animals and really sitting with them. So I take, I love to take that time out in nature. Um, definitely meditations outside in nature and um yeah beach time (laughs) and i know you guys i know you ladies love your beach time um going out to the ocean the ocean is a really big way to connect to goddess energy i mean she'll just you know she's very powerful that water and speaking to you getting into the elements elemental (sighs) elemental magic Elemental magic is so important. I, I I really believe we should all have our crystal grids, you know, that are suited to our resonance. We should all, um, you know, take time to sit with the trees and honor them, you know, and uh, and then kids. <laughs> I think kids are always a great way to truly connect to the innocence of the, you know, the little maiden that we all have within us, and she needs to be nurtured. Because yeah, we've all we've all had moments in our childhood that that were less becoming, and where we weren't loving ourselves, or somebody said something that really struck to us and and maybe hurt us, or you know even down to being abused if that happened to you. And so getting in there and loving that inner child, and and you know mothering yourself. I really think that that self-care is super important. And that's one of the ones that I brought into my business right away was massage. Massage was a huge, huge way for me to love myself when, when I was going through the first stages of sobriety. And, and I put myself through massage school for a second time because I knew what it was going to do for me on a healing level. And being able to have the power of positive touch and to be able to have the lymphatic drainage and to be able to have the circulation to the blood flow and to strengthen the muscle and to strengthen the fascia and to strengthen the organs. Like it was the, the, the amazing things that happen with a physical, you know, Swedish massage or deep tissue massage, it, you know, it boosts the immune system by 150% within 60 minutes. And and then going and getting chiropractic care, like I blend it all in. I think mm-hmm. I think for me, it it really is getting all aspects of it. And so yeah. I'll, I'll I'll sit and living intuitively, you know, really mm-hmm. trusting that intuitive power because that is a very nurturing um, gift when you use it properly. But you have to nurture the intuitive power. You have to nurture, so, you know, nurturing it and, and listening to it. And that nurtures it when you, when you listen to what your intuitive, intuitive being and your higher self are saying. And ultimately creating a balance internally, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, yes, we're definitely a balance internally. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the dancing part comes in. <laughs> Absolutely. Are you got... kidding me? For me? Absolutely. <laughs> I know it does for you. You're dancing all over. I love it. <laughs> Don't ever stop. <laughs> well, I yeah. do stop sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do, but I do. I dance for, of course, it's my expression. That's my natural mm-hmm. expression, and like just yeah, or whatever. You know, I, I I hear a piece of music, and I just want to create a little piece with my body. You know, but yeah, but yes. but yes. ultimately, yeah, ultimately, it's healing myself. Uh, it is the way I express myself. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I, dancing is so important, and and that's where I found booty yoga too. The the workout that you get with booty yoga, and you get into these deep tribal primal moves, um, yeah. and then you go into that yoga stretch, and, mm-hmm. and and it's just a beautiful way to heal the body too. So I, I do I like to embrace as much as I can, and I'll and I'll keep trying new things that come my way. I had a mm-hmm. biomagnetic therapy session a month ago and I'd never tried that and I and I know there's people out there that have but it was amazing too I was like just try it all do all of it <laughs> how does this work uh, what, what is that can you tell us so a little bit they're magnets with a small electrical mm-hmm. charge to them and they're placed on the mm-hmm. chakras and then placed on just different nadis of the body and so they electrically repolarize and balance the internal systems so it'll get the nervous system it'll get the blood you know and and then it also radiates because they're pretty strong magnets um Mm -hmm. but they feel very good they feel very nice when they go on and um and yeah so they'll also go go out into the auric fields and and balance those energetic layers too so i highly recommend it if you can if you can find somebody to do a bio biomagnetic therapy session on you mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I have one done in Houston yeah, that's, that's interesting I've only tried one where you actually lie down and it's done through kind of the uh, massage like a little mattress I guess but there are like oh. electrical things and yes it's it's kind of reprogramming your energy <laughs> Right, is, um, yeah. Is it the Beamer mat? They've got those yes, too. And exactly. Then, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. It's, yeah. um, it's nice. Gonna... <laughs> Say again? I said it's really nice. The Beamer mats are really nice. I like using them. Yes, yes I tried once, and I believe it's going to be popping up more and more. It's a new thing. Still very, very expensive. What they are it? very expensive. It's called a beamer mat, and I've tried them uh-huh. at holistic festivals, at, at different wellness festivals that you'll usually find them. But they're very nice, and they work on this vibration, and it's mm-hmm. and it's got um, magnetic vibration through it, right? And right. and you sit on it, and then you can have small pads also that they can put on like specific areas. But they they <sighs> kind of they well they shake and repolarize. Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh wow. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a good reason to go visit the wellness center. You know, go visit the wellness expos because you can try all this fun stuff for free. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Yeah, that's a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) Take the kids and go go to the wellness expos and try the stuff for free. So, so 
Electra, from your perspective, because for me, I feel like when you're connecting to your body, you, um, at least for me, it was an, a little bit easier way to really start honoring, honoring and appreciating um, the way my body is whether it's broken in pieces or not broken in pieces like it was really because I used to actually dance and was very harsh on my body so I you know I utilized it as a tool which it is a tool but I never was uh coming uh toward with um acceptance of complete acceptance so and I think for me when we connect physically to it through movement or whatever we do it doesn't have to be anything crazy <laughs> Olympic. Right. Um we simply like to me I feel like we're just accepting more of it. We're not ignoring yeah. it. Um and I think it's more than anything in, like a uh, mental, emotional than uh physical. I, I, I fully agree, Oksana. I fully, fully agree. And, and that it was for me, too, being able to move into the body and, you know, because you can get into those areas that are tight. And like you said, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Just some mm-hmm. gentle wave-like motions. Like, see what your spine's doing. What are your mm-hmm. abs doing? Checking in. And, and so you do. You learn to accept yourself for, for how you are right now. And then from there, you can, you know, expand mm-hmm. into something crazy if you want. <laughs> but I think well, it is a really good way to accept where your body's at in the moment. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you start really feeling what is feeling not right. And mm-hmm. don't wait until it's becoming a big chronic problem or disease or anything. For sure. For sure, yeah, yeah, it'll cue you in to what's going on. It'll cue you into what's going on deep in the body, too. You know, you start getting into, like, maybe some undulating moves, and, and and you'll feel what's going on with your organs. And then it also gives it those lovely massages. So awesome. it can feel real good once you loosen it up and get all those fluids moving. So, and I also like, it took me a bit, but I, I like getting in front of the mirror and really <laughs> seeing what I can do and get and looking into my own eyes, you know, that's, that's, I think is really important is when you can get to a point where you can be in front of a mirror, look into your own eyes and dance and dance for yourself and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, and see how you are moving and what you can do with just maybe even a little finger, you know? (laughs) So I think the acceptance that comes, with dance and with movement, you know, it could be karate, it could be Tai Chi, but like you said, using it as you were using it as a tool, but now finding maybe softer ways to do it. Like we don't have to be so harsh about it. We can still have those lovely fluid accepting movements and it gets emotional. You know, I, I think from my perspective and what I've seen over the years, it gets emotional because we're releasing fascia and when mm-hmm. you release those restrictions out of the fascial layers, you release the emotions. And mm-hmm. so you get to have this lovely expression of release of emotion through the movement of the body. Absolutely. That's kind of how I work. Um, I've had a couple of, like, um, a few topics in my life that have been, you know, coming up, coming up, even though they yeah. still conscious but I still 
would experience some pain around it, right? And right. Like for me, maybe the way I'm designed, because that's kind of what my gift is through movement, mm-hmm. is until I shake it off. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I love you know, that. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like you're yes. already very connected. And you're like, okay, done. And until I yep. shake it off, who knows? Maybe it's already a mental thing, or who knows? <laughs> I know um, you're exact. I think you're exactly right. It's a beautiful way to shake it off. It's why I mean, like a shimmy, a good shimmy, will <laughs> just shake it off, and it it cleans the lymphatic system. It cleans you energetically. Like just sit there and try and shimmy as fast as you can. Have you, I'm sure you've done that, Oksana, and I'm sure you have too, Stephanie. But if you have, I don't have to do it right already. now. I have a belly dancing skirt too, girl. Get it on, girl. Get it on. For real. Those lays. Stephanie, those lays in Hawaii. Oh, see, now we should all three bust out hula skirts. Dude, I want to take hula lessons. Seriously. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. For real, hula is beautiful. I love hula. Hula we should gorgeous. fly to Hawaii and take hula lessons. I'm just saying. Uh, you, well, our you know first, I'm down. <laughs> our first feminine frequency radio network event will be hosted in Hawaii. Well, you, you know <laughs> there you go. I, it's I already manifested. <laughs> will you hula dancing? Oksana will be in charge. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, that would be lovely. <laughs> I will for sure. Oh, it's okay. Let's... It's okay. <laughs> we have uh, a lot planning. So um, a lot in planning. It's all happening. It is. It is. Well, well it, it's already happened. So we just got to line it's up with it. It's actually already happened. Yes, Electra. Exactly. Yes. All right. Let me notify you and our listeners. Okay. Commercial break, guys. We'll be right back. All right. Hi, I'm Alice. And I'm Audrey. Have you always been drawn to the metaphysical? The mystical? The paranormal? Have you found yourself wondering about angels, spirits, ghosts? Do you sometimes feel like you connect with the unseen, but you're not sure? Join us for Through the Mystics Closet on Feminine Frequency Radio Network. Mondays, 5 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And chat with us. Because Deb and marketing and Mark and accounting just don't understand. But we do. Hello and welcome. You are now entering the corridors of Twilight Epiphany Talk Radio with your host, Cindy Magnuson. Premiering Thursday evenings, 7 to 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time on Feminine Frequency Radio Network. You are invited on a talk radio journey to the center of self. Join us as Cindy guides you, the listeners, in sensory and perception upgrades where revelations and golden epiphanies pierce the veils of illusion. Don't miss this opportunity for your next dose of Twilight Epiphanies.
Organic Frequency Radio Show is one and a half hour live chat with Stephanie and Oksana and their lovely guests about the nature of existence and holistic way of living here and now and perhaps even after. Join us every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Pacific Time. Call-in number to listen live is 929-477-1183. And to ask a question, press 1 to connect to the studio. Our guests share their stories and walking path of their healing along with services that they have developed and packaged for the rest of the world to experience and benefit from. We're here to hold a space for an exchange of experiences for the purpose of evolvement and expansion of consciousness. Hello, everybody. We are back after our advertisements. Stephanie, are you there? I am Mm -hmm. here. Yes, everybody, welcome back. We have our special guest, Electra Moon, on the air with us tonight. Wholeness, wholeness. Yay. (laughs) Welcome, welcome back. Oh, yes, yes. Thank you for having me. Yes, so we were chatting about the goddess within us. (laughs) Yes, we love her. Yeah, so what what needs to take place with the masculine awakening? Oh, wow, that's a good one, right? That is a really, really good one. And please feel free to interject on this one anytime, <laughs> too, because I think, I think it's something that we all need to talk about. Um, oh, yeah. This weekend, I had some good conversations with some really, really aware men, and and, I've, and I'm really seeing that, you know, men are not blind to what needs to go on as far as the change for the masculine and really developing that feminine side, that compassionate side. And I think as long as we keep, you know, supporting them and letting them know that we know that they have this beautiful feminine side about them that they can let out. Because that's really what it is, is it's just been suppressed. And so they haven't been able to get in touch with it. And so if we can hold that space and we can, you know, keep lifting up the men that are aware and really, you know, giving, giving back, giving back with compassion and humility and, and honor and, and really approaching it from the understanding that men have been more suppressed from the goddess than, you know, the goddess has even been suppressed. And, and so if we can just really, it's going to have to be through communication. It's going to have to be through meditation. Like the meditation we did this weekend, um, it was really lovely to be able to sit with these men and we were able to bring in the goddess and how accepting they were of it, of it. And so planting those seeds, you know, planting those seeds in, in our young men, planting those seeds in our children that, um, that it's okay to embrace these aspects that it's okay to share their emotions. It's okay to move in sensual ways. It's okay to express their emotions through tears or, you know, right. laughing or, you know, it, that's, 
yeah, I'd definitely say tears again. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, my definitely. gosh, Electra, I have to comment on that because I have said for I don't know how long have I been alive, almost 38 years now, that if men mm-hmm. could just cry, the world would totally be a better place. We wouldn't yeah. have to fight because we, we could just get out those emotions and everything would be fine. Yeah. I mean, I know I cry so daily. Not and it's, not, it's not a bad thing, you know, but I know that I cry at least once a day. <laughs> and it's just a yeah, release. It's relief. like, well, that's the water element. <laughs> you know, and, and yeah. so that I get... That's where that, you know, embracing of the elements comes in, too. But, yeah, I, I fully agree. If men could cry, it, cry. if men could cry more and, and release the tension that has built up from all those times that they were told not to cry. Because I know and I've heard it. I've heard it many times growing up to, you know, younger boys is, you know, boys don't cry. Boys don't cry. Right. And especially Man growing up. up here in Texas. Yeah, yeah, man up, exactly. Yeah. I don't know how many times I've you know heard what? that. <laughs> and Kai gets that all the time because he does voice his opinion and he voices it loud. And as much yeah. as it gets on my nerves, I'm always like, okay, well, it's not okay for him to express his emotions, but it's okay for you to express yours. When you're grumpy and angry, you act out about it. When you have something yeah. to say, you say it. She just doesn't know how to say it yet. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, the little ones don't, they're, they're still learning. They've only been on the planet for a couple of years. You know, we got to give them yeah. a little bit of a break. I know. I <laughs> tell his brother it's that It's like a little bitty body with adult-sized emotions. Like, we got to, and they're fresh. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Let, let's get real here. Let's Let's be a little nicer to the kids, <laughs> please. Oh, yeah, that's that one comes up too, and it comes up for little girls. Uh, you know, is is yeah. that suppression of the emotion? So being able to, you just got yeah, we have emotions, and we've got to let them move through. That is why it's energy in motion, right? It's an emotion, yeah. and so if it's not moving through, then I mean that's ultimate attachment. And that's where all that pain or suffering comes from. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let that emotion move through. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Everybody's yeah. homework this week is everybody needs to cry at least once a day. <laughs> I'll take you Even if it's that. tears of joy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and that's what perhaps people misunderstand. It's like emotion is here to experience it. It's just... Um, it creates issues if you're attached to that emotion, any emotion, exactly. really, or any any yeah. type of attachment. Yeah. So there's just a difference between. That's beautiful. Right. Yeah. Yep. Let Wonderful. it move through. Have it. Let have it its moment, move. and then let it move on. Mm-hmm. So I think I think if we hold, keep holding the space that we're holding as women for men and acknowledging them as creative beings and letting them know they do have a womb space. It's okay to tap into it. I think as long as we just stay on the forefront of that, it'll really create um, a vibration of awareness because there are men out there that, that are aware and they're out there planting seeds. And, and so are we. So I think we got this. I'm positive. I'm positive that we'll raise this goddess vibration to its fullest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, 
Mm-hmm. And at times I describe um, this kind of readjustment of these energies is kind of like a, what is the name of that um, uh, kids kind of on the playground saw, like seesaw kind seesaw? of? Like a, yeah, yeah, a like teeter-totter up seesaw. And down. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you go up and down and then you balance it kind of straight uh, when you sit right, right. on the same. So, yeah, um, we see a little bit of this, you know, feminine energy standing up wider and lighter, you know, because we are not balanced or, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I mean, in, in balance, there's constant movement in balance. Like, mm-hmm. there's, it's not even ever a real stillness. There's always a constant adjustment going on. So being able to be aware of those adjustments that need to be made, you know, is is the best way to keep the balance. And so getting into the body, you know, nutrition is huge in that too. You know, if your nutrition is off, and I know you two ladies know this for sure, and we definitely need to still keep sharing this one. Nutrition mm. is vital when it comes to the balance of emotions. It It is just absolutely vital. You can see how how sugars affect the emotions and how sugars affect the body on so many different levels from, from really just going into like the insulin crash to obesity, mm-hmm. you know, those, those forms of um, and what the sugar does to the body and the emotions that it puts on the body. Like nobody, nobody wants to go on an insulin, you know, high and low. It makes you feel horrible. And then, you know, the obesity that's happening in the world, and we still have all these all these people that are suffering from illnesses and diseases and disorders that come from from being overweight. And it's it's not ever something that you want to happen. And it and I can say that because I've been overweight and I've lost the weight and the emotions that I had being overweight um and the way my body feels now and the way I'm able to balance my emotions so much easier and not, not running to food to do it. Um, but Mm -hmm. actually finding those healthy patterns, uh, you know, like I said, with massage and meditation, meditation's vital. Mm -hmm. I agree. agree. Well, and right now we're going into functional awareness, right? So, yes. So pretty much what, um, you know, can you go a little bit more into that? Like what, how can we be really aware on base, you know, on daily basis of what is going on of um, with us, like in starting with what we're eating and starting with what we're thinking and what we're doing. So can right. you go more into that? And because, you know, some listeners can potentially be somewhat new to that uh, because there's so sure. much to know into that in in that realm. So, yeah, if you can share with us. Um, I would love to. Would love functional it. awareness. Mm-hmm. You know, it's for me, functional awareness is, you know, when I wake up, right when I wake up, I like to do my dream recall. And then from there, I go in and I scan my body. You know, where am I at? Where is my mood at? What kind of mood am I getting up with? And and how is that going to play a part in my day? And then there's those days where I kind of rush out of bed (laughs) and I don't get into that. 
And, and then later on in the day, I'm like, oh, this is why I'm acting this way, because I haven't stopped to take personal inventory. And so when it comes to that functional awareness, it's being aware of the functions of the body, the emotional, the mental, the spiritual. And, and is there's, you know, and it does get into dream work, like it gets very deep, you can get into your dream work. And, and what did your dreams the night before and as you're coming back into this waking body, what are you carrying in with you? You know, because if we have a negative dream, we can bring that into our day. It can, it can put a funky vibration on us. If we have a really good dream, you know, that can wake you up in a good mood. And so are you functionally aware of what you're doing in your dreams? And if you're not, then get in to, to paying attention to your dream work because that is where that spirituality comes in. That is where the astral realm comes in. And that realm is very much a part of, of what we're doing right now, even in, in this reality. But that actuality is very much a part. And what are you doing in your dream work? And then when you get up in the morning or get up in the AM, taking an, taking a note, taking a mental note, taking, taking notes and writing down in your journal, what your dreams were about because those dreams can say a lot about what what's going on with you right now and what clues and signs you need to be paying attention to in in this moment in this now moment and so doing that and and that is very much a functional awareness and then from there get into your body before your your feet even hit the ground and and ask yourself where am i at how am I, what do I want to function as today? And, and being aware of your surroundings, being aware of what's going on internally. And then when you get up, you know, moving throughout the day and the awareness that you are, that you really are a spiritual being and we are all connected. And so being aware of like right now, the way my dog and I are looking at each other or, you know, being aware of, what other people are going through and how can you help create balance internally that that internal balance will also reflect to another person and maybe help them who's not quite where you're at, you know, in the awareness process, be able to be able to come around and, and be able to help on a greater, greater vibration. Does that make sense? Mhm yes absolutely it's like i had a visual um it's like a caterpillar in a sense and okay. it has yeah it like it has like eyes everywhere and it's <laughs> because you sense you're becoming more sensitive toward your environment in a in a way where you are just more aware of your environment you're yeah. becoming sensitive to it so um like nature you know they yeah yeah sensitive to that vibration you're mm-hmm. putting off mm-hmm. which is and what, what vibration is exactly is coming from the inside what color was your caterpillar <laughs> uh it was light like a beige light lighter beige <laughs> fluffy okay. Like legs everywhere. It's almost like legs everywhere, not just like down below. <laughs> oh, I'm, nice. getting weird. I'm getting weird on the radio. It's so, okay. We can get weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just because to me they represent like they they feel their environment when they move through because right. they have many, many legs. 
Yeah, all those filters, all those filters. Yes. Yeah. And, and so then, yeah. We've Go seen on. the Sorry. Monday we talked about nature and the symbols that it comes with. So mm. for some reason it just came to me and, um, you know, because it just, um, like it, it, it goes through the tree and it feels every pieces of, you know, its past with awareness. Yeah. And sensitivity to it so um i'm gonna look it up what it means now i'm curious yeah yeah the, yeah but i mean that's definitely you know grounding to the earth for sure if you're that's like mm-hmm. a lot of wood element if you're if you're thinking about beige so but that's oh, i mean wow. that's a great analogy i love that visual of the, the legs on the caterpillar because that's really what it is i mean we have these filaments that come up off of our mm-hmm. body and so are you are you being aware of how you're functioning and what is your functioning role in, in this greater society and this greater community, mm-hmm. you know, the greater community of, of energy, uh, not just, you know, it's, it really is getting, getting to know your energy. People mm-hmm. really aren't aware of their energy and, and what, how powerful that is and what a gift that that power is. And so if your internal energy is is on point, you're going to naturally radiate an energy that's going to create a vibration into those people who have lower vibrations because we want the people with lower vibrations to raise their vibration, right? Mm-hmm. Because we've been in lower vibrations. And so we want, we want to raise their vibration. And so we want to create that that wave, that reflective wave of, of higher vibration to, to help kind of, you know, push them along. But we want, everybody needs to find it on, you know, kind of on their own. Like we hold mm-hmm. the space for it to happen, but we don't do it for them. Mm-hmm. So what you mean is, uh, you know, we hold space for them by being that. Yeah, that by frequency. being that, exactly. Mm-hmm. And creating that space by being that. So mm-hmm. that's, yeah, beautiful. I fully uh, resonate with that. And I've experienced already that uh, in my life as well. Yes. On many, 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 many occasions. So <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, you just get to a point where that's what you experience because you have to let everybody live their life and, and you can just come around as the high vibrational being that you are. And you are, I mean, both of y'all are super high vibe beings for sure. So, you know, the more we keep these connections going and, and the more we hold these bigger spaces, you know, the the more people we're going to be able to, to change and to be able to touch and, and you know, touch them with, with grace and touch them with compassion mm-hmm. and understanding that, you know, they're not alone. Mm-hmm. And that's, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you. If you could go yeah. a little bit more to that. Um, and I think it's, I think it's important. I think it's an important um, topic to, to kind of discuss. So if we speak about holding space for another, right. Mm-hmm. And for example, you and Stephanie, you are mothers, so maybe you can connect with that a little bit more uh, differently and more deeper than me. Um, holding space for another, 
how can you, what kind of guidance can you give to perhaps mothers or women or just men and women, everybody, to um, how to hold space? Because a lot of people, especially if they are really close or their family, you know, you 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 are concerned, you're worried. Yes. You know, it's, sometimes it's just natural and you just cannot help it, you you know, oh gosh, yeah. You you maintain your you try to maintain your balance, but you're always worried about your kids in a sense, kind of. You know, you you want them to be safe and good. So, how do you approach this? How do you hold space without not putting um, the energy of you know worry about right a person, especially your child, for example, because that's kind of an important subject and. You know, as a as a daughter, I I'm curious what you would say as a mother in this situation. So, and for this, yeah, situation. I mean, it changes with each age. Obviously, it, you know, the the mm-hmm. way you hold space for for your children as they grow, and and so when you're you know they're younger, you're really just making sure they don't get hurt <laughs> and don't get poisoned, <laughs> and they have lots of love. And as they get older and come into those understandings. You still have to let them, you know, mess up. And that's hard. <laughs> I think that's hard because they do have to learn and so but you've got to be able to be there with with the band aid as a mom, um, to make sure that, you know, everything gets patched up after they go and break a bone or something. But emotionally holding space for children it it's that again changes with age. So right now I've got a 15 year old daughter and she's kind of moody, like for real. (laughs) And I forgot what it's like at 15. I was like, Oh, you know, and it's like, um, it's not, it's not really argumentative that she is doing, but it's like, if I'll mention something, she's like, I don't want to do that. And then I'll mention, you know, I'll counter approach it. I'll give her a rebuttal. And it's, it's still just this wavering. And I, I have to hold the space that, (laughs) A, she's going to make a good decision, but I have to, at the same time, be able to mentor it in a positive way that she kind of makes the decision herself without being too influential. And so it can be real, real tricky. So it's like you have to. (laughs) <laughs> you have to really get creative with your wording sometimes. <laughs> and I know Stephanie Although, has a lot of the time, regardless how creative you are, they really don't want to hear it because you're not cool enough. Yeah. That's what oh, I yeah. get from my 17-year-old son. Yeah. You yeah. don't know what you're talking yeah. about, Mom. You don't know anything. <laughs> For real. I just want to be with my friends. I just want to be with my friends. Yeah. And, um, and you know what? Though? Yeah. I was like that when I was a teenager too. So I'm like, go be with your friends. I'd rather you be there anyways. Have fun. Yeah. Enjoy your life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's where the holding space comes in because you, at a certain point you're like, enjoy your life. This is your life, not my life. But I can be mm-hmm. here with the band-aids when you need them. So when they come to you, mm-hmm. you give them that mentorship. And when they're, Away from you, you know, you I energetically literally just hold space around my children. Mm-hmm. I make sure that they are in that that protective bubble of mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. with that they can move through and they can navigate, but they're in a protective bubble of mom. 
<laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, but as they get older, I'll admit, like, now that I have a, uh, my daughter's going to be 23 in a couple of days, and it's like, it's that's a totally different holding space because now I'm holding space for this young adult and who, you know, the the consequences of, of bad decision-making get a little harsher as you get older, mm-hmm. you know. And so I'm like, well, okay, let's let's play it right. You know, but my kids are good. You know, I got I got some I got some amazing children, for sure. But it's a tricky one as a parent because there mm-hmm. it is. As much as you are attached and can, attached to your children, it is the ultimate non-attachment lesson in non-attachment too. Mm-hmm. Because absolutely, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You're like I can't be attached to you, so you really have to create that good deep connection with your children and so getting that in at any age you know like I said when they come to you uh, listen listen at whatever age they are you know little kids don't lie <laughs> kids really don't lie I think we've gotten into this misconception and I've, I've uh, it's weird it's an old programming that I've seen and I know y'all have seen it too where they where people will think that the child's lying and I'm like well why would the three-year-old really lie why would a four-year-old lie? Like, I'm pretty sure they're telling the truth more than any of us. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Because the other day, <laughs> I'm not saying I had cookies in the house, but there might have been cookies in the house. And okay. Kai happened to find one, and he was covered in chocolate. And I don't give him stuff right. like that. He just doesn't eat that. But I said, okay. Kai, right. did you eat a cookie? <laughs> He looked at me, and he was like, no. I was like, why are you covered in chocolate? I don't know. <laughs> this is big. Like, I really don't know. I just do stuff just because, like, I want to. That's why I do it. I don't have a better answer for you. And I don't, I don't know. I think that's, I've used that response it. a few times, too. Like, I really don't know. I just did it, and here we are now. How do we, what do we do to right. fix it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, this is true. Now cookies happen, man. Cookies happen. <laughs> <laughs> cookie in the uh, jar. <laughs> that is that is perfect. Yeah, I love that. Oh, that made me cry a little bit. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I just thought I would, you know, entertain this question because I know it's challenging. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It really is. It, it, it's challenging and constantly changing, you mm. know, de- dealing with another human that's yours. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's yeah. so true. And do, it's, it has to do with the chemicals, definitely, because I know it's like this chemical connection thing that, like, makes you want to, like, constantly, like, make sure that they're okay, right? Like you were saying, the, the mommy bubble. Uh-huh. But is there yep. a way, or is there some way to kind of like balance out those hormones? It's herbs. <laughs> I will work on this. Let me call some folks that I know and be like, okay, we get, we need to balance this out. Any herbs? Yeah, I and I know that sounds crazy. I do, but like, 
dude, and this is pro- this is the wrong show for this. We should talk about this on my Sunday show that's about parenting. But I've been with Kai for three years, three yeah. years straight with, like, maybe six nights away from him in total in that whole entire time. And the rest of the time, like, I'm home with him all day for the majority of the day. So um, with that being said, like, there are hormones that when I'm around him, that make my emotions be a certain way, right? And if it's about yeah. balancing emotions, there's got to be an herb for it. There's reishi, reishi mushroom. Okay. For Good. real. So we can it, separate it, it, a little it, bit, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get the reishi mushrooms in the family. You know, everybody needs them anyways, but it, it just balances everything. I think it's just, awesome. yeah, it's probably the most wonderful herb out there. The most okay, wonderful. Good. I'll get some of those mushrooms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can, you can order them whole. You can make tinctures. Do what you want to do with them, girl. But blend them up. Put them in your smoothies. Make some tea. Have tea time with the kids. And, and definitely get, you know, get the ratio mushrooms in. We and then let me time. come over and babysit. Like, uh, you know, do you need somebody to come over? You go take a vacation? <laughs> you know what? I'll put his little butt on a plane. And <laughs> How long do you have? Because every like, mom needs a vacation. <laughs> like, I've definitely learned that now that my kids are older. Like, I don't feel bad traveling now. I'm like, y'all are fine. <laughs> y'all really are okay. Yeah. Mom's going to go take some time. Mom needs mom. Mom needs time. <laughs> Yeah, I was so. much better with mom time with my first child, definitely. I was like, you know what, I'm getting the heck out of here. i got to get away from you. I need a break. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Now, I think with having four so close together, I was like, by the time I was able to get mom time, I was like, okay, so I'm going to go dance, and I'm going to go do yoga, and I'm going to do a massage, and I'm going to go eat real healthy food, and I'll be back in I like know. five hours. I know. I'm going to do everything. I'm going to do it all. First thing in the morning and last thing at night. That's the best time to get anything done. And you know what's so funny, though, is I read this article that was talking about, like, how bad that is to do that to your body, like, not get enough rest because you're trying to, like, fit everything in. So if you have to, like, set something that's a requirement of your day aside to make sure that you take care of yourself, you just have to do that. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, hard because I've I've definitely done the whole get up early, and you know go to bed late. And here recently, um, in the last two to three months, I I well two two and a half months ago I was in a car accident, and it just kind of knocked me, wow. and it made me have to like sit back and rest. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry that I had to like actually be in a car accident for my body to go. You're gonna sit down now. <laughs> You know, you're going to sit down and you're not going to do all those things that you're used to doing. And so it's like my whole morning routine. Yeah, I was I was one. I was definitely one that was up at five in the morning, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. four thirty doing stuff. And now it's like you're going to get up at seven. And I'm like and I can't argue with it. I'm like, okay, (laughs) we're going to get up at seven. We're getting up at seven. So yeah. That's funny. You sound hard headed like me. I get into car accidents when it's time for a shift generally. So um I've worked yeah. on think, having shifts what was it, Oksana that we used to say, um uh shoot, what was it called? Remember how we used to say it? 
how you don't want to have a, an abrupt shift. You want to have it with right. I can't remember. Oh, anyways, I can't think of it. I can't think of it. I'll think oh, of it later. I can't think of it. Uh-uh. With ease and grace. It'll That's come back. what it is. With, okay. with ease and well, grace. You want to move yes. through this with ease and grace. So when you grace. manifest them, you uh-huh. manifest them with ease and grace. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, definitely. That is <laughs> the mantra right there. That is mm-hmm. the mantra for sure. Yeah, I hadn't been in a car accident in a long time. But once, you know, once I sat back after the car accident, I was like, oh, I was going full force. Like I was doing way mm-hmm. too much, you know, and the kidneys were like, okay, so we're going to do this now before we give out. I was like, oh, okay. Thanks for uh, yourself. <laughs> You're kind of like, mm, oops. But, but I mean, I'm doing fine now, but it was definitely okay, a sit back. So I highly recommend to everybody who is listening, yeah, don't don't wait for the abrupt to change things. Mm-hmm. Like, right. chill out. Take that moment. <laughs> Take that moment. If you don't get to do something, you don't get to do something, it's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> it will be there. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree. Typically, that's how it happens. Yes. You'll, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll get smacked in the head. <laughs> you will. <laughs> you will be smacked in the head. That's why yeah. I love, like, that V8 commercial. Remember, like, the V8 side? Um, <laughs> yes. Like, if you, you, have you had your V8? And they say V8. no, and they, like, knock them upside the head. That's how I equate it. Like, when you're not paying attention to the universe, that's what's going to happen to you. You're going to get a thud upside the head. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, it yeah. lets you know. And your body lets you know. Your body lets you know what's going on. But, you know, mm-hmm. you get hard-headed, and we get into these programs that we need to keep going and going and going and going to get all these things done. But then at the same time, it's like, well, what are you really getting done? <laughs> where, where, where are you really accomplishing anything? Because if you're hurting your body because of it and you're causing disease and disorder in the body, is, is anything worth that? You know, is anything worth the body being that far out of balance? I personally don't think so. (laughs) I just don't think so. Well, I mean, no, it really is the only thing that you have that's really kind of yours while you're here, right? So you might as well take care of it. And it takes and a it lot of feels bad enough sometimes. Right. And sometimes, like, life is hard enough without not feeling well on top yeah. of it. Definitely. Yeah. And then, you know, and again, back to nutrition, you know, if you're not taking care of your body in a in a positive physical way, it is a tool, you know, like, like we had discussed earlier, it is a tool. And so if you're not taking care of it in that positive physical way, then the mental and the emotionals are going to be a reflection of that. And so if we're putting these crazy junk foods in our body and, you know, GMOs, or if you're using your body too hard physically, you know, eventually those emotions are, are going to come out and it's not going to be, it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be healthy. That's so true. So we totally missed the commercial break. So let's go to a quick one. Oksana, can you take us there? Uh, yes, ma. one second. Let's go to a commercial. Thank All you, right, ladies. Hi, I'm Alice. And I'm Audrey. Have you always been drawn to the metaphysical? The mystical? The paranormal? Have you found yourself wondering about angels, spirits, ghosts? Do you sometimes feel like you connect with the unseen, but you're not sure? 
Join us for Through the Mystics Closet on Feminine Frequency Radio Network. Mondays, 5 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And chat with us. Because Devin Marketing and Marketing Accounting just don't understand. But we do. Hello and welcome. You are now entering the corridors of Twilight Epiphany Talk Radio with your host, Cindy Magnuson. Premiering Thursday evenings, 7 to 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time on Feminine Frequency Radio Network, you are invited on a talk radio journey to the center of self. Join us as Cindy guides you, the listeners, in sensory and perception upgrades where revelations and golden epiphanies pierce the veils of illusion. Don't miss this opportunity for your next dose of Twilight Epiphany. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Um, Electra, Stephanie, are you there, ladies? Yes, Yes, ma'am. Yes, welcome back. God is welcome. You can uh, tell we are from the South, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> I know, I know. We're destined to move to Hawaii together. <laughs> See? The men to Hawaii, here we come. Uh, well, I was telling you, the whole, <laughs> yes, the whole time Thank I was you. just that little mm-hmm. commercial break right there, I was... Um, I was sitting here manifesting our retreat that we are going to have so that we can all relax in Hawaii. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be awesome. And now I totally understand why I had to get that degree and meeting and event planning um, and doing destination events. So I would know how to do it. So it's perfect. And Stephanie, you and I chatting a little bit later for more information. Yeah, definitely. Um, yes, yes, a lot coming. Um, but anyway, I have a quick announcement. Uh, we have a listener who has a question. We have okay. only, yes, we have only fifteen minutes left, so let's make this right. question answer about up to ten minutes, and then the last okay. five minutes. We'll just exchange information and say goodbye to everyone. But for now, yeah, let's bring the listener on for questions. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Hello, hello. Welcome to um, Organic Radio. What is your name and do you have a question for Electra? Good evening, ladies. Yes, hi. My name is Soraya. Call me from Connecticut. And the question that I have tonight is, um, I am moving. I don't know where to yet. I am packing up and organizing myself for when that move happens. Do you see it happening anytime soon? Or would I be able to bring my pets with me? Okay, so I see it happening. It's going to happen in about six weeks. And you will be able to bring your pets with you. But, yes, it is going to happen in about six weeks. Okay, so I wouldn't you. fret. It's pretty solid. So just just let it let it flow. Let it flow. Okay. Yeah, that easily. You. I know you wanted it longer, <laughs> but yeah. So if you've got more questions, <laughs> you can post oh, them yes, out. Oh yes, I do. I do. Okay. Um, it's 
spiritually? Do you mm-hmm. see me? Um, okay, because I know some. Um, I, I don't know how to ask this question, but what does spirit have for me? Okay, time? so there's like a lot of financial tightness, and I know that I'm working towards rectifying that by doing extra schooling for a certificate. Okay. But I was just more focused on the move right now. So. Right. So your sacral chakra is blocked, and which is a part of why you're calling in is because we've been talking about that womb space and we've been talking about the healing uh, that we need to do as to tapping into the feminine. And so the reason you're, mm. you're blocked in this currency is because you're not tapping into your feminine, your feminine, feminine. So you need to get in and, you know, like we were talking about earlier, get into some movement, get into some dancing, get into some (laughs) slow hip rolls are really coming through as uh, something that would be good for you to do. And then you need to get into your affirmations. You need to get into those womb creative um, affirmations. So I love myself completely. I forgive myself completely. I am whole. I am abundant. I am powerful. I am perfect. I am loving. I am happy. I am harmonious. Those those would be perfect ones for you uh, to be doing on a daily basis. And do them while you're moving. So while you're moving, you're going to be be using the I'm. I love myself completely. I forgive myself completely. And and don't fret too much. You're stressing too hard, and it's kind of pulling on your kidneys, and it's making that right adrenal. So are you having, like, any mid-back pain? I am, but it was starting at the upper shoulder. Yeah. Okay. It was burning. Okay, so, okay, yeah. so the mid-back pain is actually your kidneys. The upper shoulder has to do with your fear of moving forward. And then you also feel like you're carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders. So you can put that box down now because you can let the movers move it when it's moving time. But right now you don't need mm. to move the world. Okay, you just need to yes, be focusing yes, on 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 just your next lily pad. Like you're worried so much about the bigger picture that you're not looking at just your next lily pad that you need to jump to. And that li- next lily pad is just going to be temporary. Like it's going to come in six weeks, but it's probably not even going to last longer than a year, because in that next this next year you're going to be able to manifest uh, where you want to go. And the schooling's going to help, but you might want to get another job. Right. If there's something in sales that you can do, something part-time in sales, um, that would be really beneficial to you. Okay. I want yeah, to say, what are your interests? You're just on point because when I'm at work and I have a moment to myself, that's what I do. I wind my waist, and I don't know why I do it, but I just sit there. Yeah, it's it's your natural kundalini rising because it wants to come up and it wants to be expressed. Now, we don't want it to Mm. rise too quickly, so you also want to bring in the water element, and the water element is going to be through the quiet meditation, through the stillness of getting into yourself. You know, really check in with your food. Really look at what your diet is. I, You know, cut out meat as much as possible and... um, Mm. And the other thing that keeps coming up is like a fire ceremony. Have you ever done a fire ceremony? Mm. I would, no, but I, I want to. 
write down the things that are are feeling like a box on your shoulder. Write them down on a piece of paper. Get um, a metal or a Pyrex bowl and, and get a little bit of just rubbing alcohol. You can put some lavender in there with it or maybe some rose petals. And and just let that shit go. Pardon my French. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but let it go. You no, know, I love it. Mm-hmm. No, you don't need it. Um, but you're, you are. You're hanging on to old emotions from lovers. You're hanging on um, to wow. old emotions from, from dad. And, and that's just coming mm. through because you're feeling blocked. And then you're, it's creating those blockages to where you aren't allowing yourself to be loved and allowing yourself to be loved with a man. And there is a man that's in your life right now that could be very interested in you, but you've created this block or that is very interested in you, but you've created a block. So you might yeah, not even I, I lost it. trust of him. Yeah. Well, and it, it's not that you've lost. Yeah. 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 So and that's okay. I mean, trust can be rebuilt because it might not be as bad as you're making it. Just because it is, and it needs to be released. Oh, okay. Wow, this is dope. I must say, I removed my IUD like a week ago. So I, the Good. reason why I removed it because I wanted to deal with my feminine issue down there. Okay. I had him for like 13 years, so it's like. Oh, okay, yeah, like definitely, since, definitely. Yeah, it's time to release. Thank you for the it suggestion. It is time to release. So, um, yeah, I mean, and you're more than welcome. We can take down my information if you ever want to do a full session. We can do that. We can go through there and send some Reiki to it or go find yourself a Reiki practitioner. It doesn't even have to be me. Like, as long as you're getting the work done, that's what the body is calling for. So I would go get some energetic chakra work too, like an energetic chakra session and let's get Mm -hmm. some of that scar tissue out of there. So it's okay to massage the uterus in a clockwise motion. And that's going to help just strip out any scar Mm. tissue that can come with an IUD, especially when you have them in that long, because I saw it as a nurse. You know, that when they, it's just, and it happens, it just happens from the uterus trying to strengthen itself to hold the IUD to hold the cervix. So I would do, I would right. do some self-massage for sure. And if you have a yoni egg practice, that would be really good uh, for the vaginal canal to okay. re-strengthen it. Okay. Yep. I was looking into that together and, um, it, well, it kind of looked like a dildo, but. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. No. No. I, I was looking into the that. Crystal, the crystal yeah. wand. But yeah. No. I would do yeah. the egg because you can actually you're going to be able to bless it more. Um, you're going to be able to set the intention with it, and it really is used for that healing practice of the womb space. Okay. 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 I had a dream that a woman told me four months that my womb would heal. Is that correct? No. Oh, sure. You can heal any part of your body. The body is very self-regenerating. You just gotta, you just gotta give it the proper self-love. Proper self-love. Okay. Thank proper you. Proper self-love. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Wellness, sister. Oh, beautiful, thank you both. beautiful. Thank you for calling in. Um, yes. Thank you, ladies. Yeah, Have a absolutely. Thank you. And please listen up and connect to Electra's show. <clears throat> Electra, can you please yes. remind us when your show is? So yes, it is every mm-hmm. every Sunday at 
6.30 Central Standard Time on Feminine Frequency Radio Network. Uh, yeah, definitely. Tune in, call in, check in, mm-hmm. for sure. I'm here for you. Wonderful, thank wonderful. You, well, thank you. Thank you so much. Connect to her and listen. Um, you know, yes, she comes with a lot of help. Well. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. Well, have a good night. Much love. You too. Much love, lady. Thank Bye. you. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, Electra, we are getting closer to the end of this okay. show today. So please let us know. Actually, first, give us a quick kind of summary of what we chatted about today, uh, what you can leave us with, and uh, your immediate uh, contact information for the listeners. Yeah. So, oh, we we did a beautiful full spectrum. Thank you for calling that (laughs) in, Oksana. (laughs) You called it in from the beginning. Oh, I love it. So we went full spectrum from uh, drug addiction and, you know, awareness to holding space for our children uh, to functional awareness, you know, and and that's one we're still going to have to keep working on uh, to manifesting, you know, Mm -hmm. our our retreat in Hawaii. So I'll be excited (laughs) to, yeah, have Oksana Mm -hmm. lead us in some dancing. Like that just sounds absolutely beautiful, (laughs) Um, you know, to a lovely little reading with the caller in, but Mm -hmm. we've, we've definitely covered, you know, many facets of, of how to, help help build connection how to help build connection with the goddess how to help the masculine and the feminine heal that goddess womb space and mm-hmm. and truly heal it in themselves through themselves for themselves and mm-hmm. and yeah i think that's a pretty good synopsis of what we went over tonight so you can mm-hmm. reach me at uh, electricmoonhealing.com electricmoonhealing at yahoo you can find me on Facebook with Electric Moon Healing, and you can find me on Instagram with uh, Electro Moon 3. And so those are the ways you can get in contact with me. I provide many services from distant healing to table time massage, shamanic drum journeys, and nutritional coaching. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you, Electra, so much. Um, lo- love, Always love our shows our chats and so so blessed to have you on feminine frequency radio network very excited so So looking forward stephanie and i were you know we're just you know we're excited we're we're so happy yeah (laughs) y'all are amazing like i i'm so grateful for you too so thank Mm -hmm. you for being the expansive goddesses that you are and thank you for having me on Mm -hmm. yes thank you you you. much love to you and we will definitely talk soon Yes, you ladies have a beautiful night. Yes, and you as well. Chat soon. Bye. Thank yes. you. Well, Stephanie, we are at the end. We have about two minutes left. I'm so happy we had this amazing show again with the lecture. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want to make yeah. sure we give the information for Feminine Frequency Radio. So make sure that you check out the other amazing shows. You can check out our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Feminine Frequency Radio Network. And then we're also on Instagram at Feminine Frequency Radio Network. 
And next week I will give you the web address because I'm not ready to give it out yet. Let me just make it a little <laughs> bit nicer. <laughs> yes. And if you feel like you want to listen to uh, radio shows on Feminine Frequency Radio Network on YouTube, please go there. We post archives there as well. But everything is kept nicely on blogtalk.com. So I would say, yes. you know, you choose. Whichever you prefer, Which, but YouTube is also blogtalk.com slash Feminine Frequency Radio Network. So everything is Feminine Frequency Radio Network. Yes, absolutely. So I guess that is it for today. Yes, yes. Everyone have an awesome Monday night. Have a great week ahead. Yeah. Um, if you need to contact me, you can reach me at organic frequency radio at gmail.com um, and then we also have our organic frequency radio Facebook page and Instagram page as well yes yeah, so everyone have a beautiful night and we will see you next Monday <laughs> bye everyone bye everyone Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.